Hey everyone, before we get started, I want to tell you about the Retro Video Store podcast. The Retro Video Store podcast reviews the classic and not so classic movies of the VHS era. Hosts Eric and Neil, and sometimes David, try to capture the feeling of renting a movie off the shelves of a mom and pop video store. And if you're from the UK, I guess it's a mum and dad video store. Uh, or the thrill of catching a scary movie on cable late at night with your friends. Everything from classics like Halloween to cult favourites like Howard the Duck are covered on this podcast. So pop some popcorn and settle in for a humorous blast of nostalgia. The Retro Video Store Podcast, which you can catch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher and most major podcast providers. I got kicked out of Cub Scouts. Hang on, okay. Steve, why do you reckon it is? Why do I reckon he got kicked out of Cub Scouts? Yeah. Being an absolute legend. Yeah, he was too cool. <laughs> even, even the people running the Cub Scouts agreed he was too cool to be in the Cub Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> this guy... This guy can't wear a woggle. <laughs> what, a He's what? too cool. A what? Is that okay? That's what the little plastic thing that held your scarf together was called, and now I'm worried sure it's that not I a toggle? said that word on... Nope. It, nope. It, no, it, no, it wasn't. And it was... And I don't know if... Oh, bloody hell. Bloody hell. What are you... Why did you get kicked out of the fucking Cub Scouts? Being too much of a bloody legend. No, what was it really? Just being, yeah, just being a fucking shitbag, you know? Embezzling money. Just being... <laughs> <laughs> being generally just a naughty naughty disruptive little shit you you surprised me lucas what what were you doing what did you do at cub scouts first of all what's cub scouts because i was never in anything like that because uh those environments were not good for me because people tended not to like me and i would never make any friends Uh, it was was like scouts but but for younger people but younger than scouts. Well, there was cubs. I don't know what fair, scouts beavers. No, 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 it's not called beavers. Cub scouts. It's just called beavers, cubs, and scouts. Beavers, cubs, and scouts. Right. What's beavers? The younger version of uh, cubs. Yeah, but what is it? How do you what, describe what do you do? it? You can't. It's it? like a well, you know club what you go to. Is. You understand the concept of of the scouts. It's camping. No, I, I never went. We never got to go camping. I went. Right, so what camping. is it then? Did you stay all the way through to scouts though? No. I can't tell if you're doing a joke because you did a face that implies yes. No, I didn't. I uh, I evolved from a beaver to a cub, which I never understood the evolutionary process for. I had to go under a blue sheet while everyone shouted, well, was supposed to say, uh, swim, beaver, swim, beaver, swim, 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 and you come out and you put on the different jumper. Everyone, but everyone run, shouted, you uh, fucking cub. No, no, they all shouted, run. drown, beaver, drown, beaver, drown, 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 when I went under. Oh. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> it hey, might Steve, explain a Steve, lot. I can't see your yeah. face, mate. Have you got like a light or something you can put on? That's horrible. I kind of, I kind you of want to no, be. You have no like light in front of you. Is that, is that, yeah, that's better. That is better. Oh, that. That's, well, it's a bit, it's like you've been lit like a villain. Uh, that's not great. Uh, oh, that, there was a warm one there. Yeah, that one's not too bad. That one's not too bad. I remember that the, I remember the main person was called Arcala, which is a, Jungle Book thing. So was mine. That's what they're, what the that's, that's what they're called. You fucking idiot. That's what they're called. It's a title, oh. not a name. 
Oh, I thought it was a uh, yeah. I thought it was a name. Steve doing a big eye roll there because Lucas again has failed but to why, understand whether or not someone's considering joking. one of them is called Cub- <laughs> one of them is called Beavers, one of them yeah. is called Cubs, and the other yeah. one. Oh, yeah. hang on, I've just answered my own question. I was about to say why is all of the bits based around yeah. wolves and a baby wolf? Well, no, is, a baby around- wolf is called a cub. No, it's based around Jungle Book. You knobhead. What's the beaver? What's a beaver in either of those things? If it's we had a leader called Bagheera, you bum. What's the beaver doing? Beaver's there? the youngest. The beaver young, you're, you're beavers. You're a beaver. Then you. No, are... I understand. But if you're saying it's all themed after wolves, and Steve's saying no, it's not. It's Jungle Book. What the fuck is a beaver? I'm not a scout. <laughs> also, it doesn't. Also, why oh, it's wolves? Good. It's good. Like only the fucking loserest of losers obsessed with wolves, aren't they? It was Jungle Book. Arkela is the leader of the wolves in Jungle Book. We also had Bagheera. I don't think we it's had King Louie. It's not just to do with Jungle Book <laughs> because the ceremony used in the in the Cub Scouts is called yeah. the Grand Howl. Yeah, because of the, the, the wolves in Jungle Book, you absolute... Hey, come on, guys. Hello. Welcome to What Is Music, a music podcast about music. We're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety, doing deep dives on one artist at a time. You join us in season four, which is called Is It Rad in Your Head? A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact and music of Radiohead. We're going through their entire career, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when you're listening to music? Does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output? And this season, we're, of course, asking, is it rad in your head? To be clear, we're asking, is it rad in your head in regards to the band Radiohead, not is it rad in your head in regards to this? The fourth season of our podcast, which is called Is It Rad in Your Head, and which is now in your head. I'm Adam Scott Glasspool. I'm very music. I love the artistry, the emotion, and also the context that surrounds music. With me, as always, is someone who has said they don't care about art or talking about art, does not often relate personally to music, and is not very music. It's, of course, Lucas Way. I'm just reading off about scouts now. In the middle of that, we have someone who can appreciate context, art, and subject matter. It's just learning how to convey that in the form of words. And is somewhat music. It's Steve Murphy. I'm also learning words. <laughs> just for the first time now. Mm-hmm. Wow, yes. that's incredible. I'm learning yeah. French words, as of course your girlfriend is fully aware of, Steve. You the- were in a little challenge together the other day. <laughs> I have no knowledge of that. Yeah, but- that's because she beat you. <laughs> well, did she? Okay. There, there is... Uh, d- we are followers and friends on mm. zero social media platforms except nope. Duolingo. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely bizarre. Uh, Lucas, are you on Duolingo? That seems like something you would at least have a little hand in. I mean, I have the app and I've used it previously, but no, I'm not. What, I'm not, what was your language I'm not of choice? On your language? Duolingo. What's your language? What's your language? What's your language? Oh, you've got to be on Duolingo these I days. Done, I think I've done French. I think I've done Spanish. Yeah, I think I did Japanese yeah, yeah. Oh, for about oh. 10 minutes when I was oh. going to go to Japan. Hi. Why? Hi. Oh. Hi, hello. We're going through the entire discography of mystical denizens of the carbon-neutral light forest Radiohead. Uh, We have recently been exploring their seventh studio album, In Rainbows. And today we're just going to relax and provide some commentary to one of their shows from around that time. And also, we're going to answer some questions that you, the listeners, have sent in. Uh, You know, that sounds like fun. It's all going to be kind of off the dome. You know, you can watch along with us um, or you can not. Now, at the end of In Rainbows, I said that we were going to watch Radiohead Live from Buenos Aires. And that is before uh, we kind of of changed some stuff around, didn't we? Because we knew we wanted to have a couple of people on 
who had been at the Reading set in 2009. And I, of course, had carefully formulated uh, all of the commentaries we're going to do to maximise set lists and provide surprises and things to talk about. And it's all just kind of been fucked by us doing Reading as well <laughs> through In Rainbows. So, guys, we've got a choice. Uh, you can you can you can choose what 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 you want to watch for this commentary. Um, I'll, I'll give you a little rundown of the options. We've got Radiohead live in Saitama, which is October two thousand and eight. <laughs> so it's kind of on it's on the Japanese leg of the first year of the In Rainbows tour. Um, it's not the whole gig. It's sort of like an edited down version. Doesn't have all of In Rainbows on there. So there's that. There is the First, one of the first live performances they would have done for In Rainbows, which is In Rainbows from the Basement, which is a uh, professionally shot in-studio live performance uh, featuring some cuts from In Rainbows and some from across their career. Um, The original one we're going to do, live in Buenos Aires, is from March 2009 and represents like their first ever trip over to South America. So that's kind of like what was sort of like special about it. They do kind of like uh, as close as they get to a 2007, 2008, 2009 greatest hit set, I suppose, because it's the first time they're playing on this continent at all. So we've got that as well. That's pro shot. We've got Radiohead West Palm Beach 2008. That's a full concert, but it's a bootleg. Um, what, What do you fancy? What kind of vibe do you guys want to go for? Kind of want to get in the basement. I've seen the basement. The oh, basement yeah? is good. Um, it's uh, you know it means we would miss the light show and stuff though, Steve. It's not oh, not one of their I like gigs. A light you know, show. Yeah, I like yeah, to yeah. comment. Is on the Japan one a small see. venue? No, it's it's a stadium. Oh, that'd be quite good. I mean, Japan <laughs> tend to often get a weird deep cut. In yeah, but they don't, yeah, but they've been edited out, haven't they? Oh, they've been edited wow. out of the of of this thing of it. I mean, we can just stick with Buenos Aires. It's very close to Reading, though. It's only a few months away from Reading. Let's, so be, probably... let's be honest, Adam. Yeah. If if we're planning to get on who we want to get on, yes. Radiohead. About the fucking set. Radiohead. Yes. I don't think we're going to plan, like, if we have as many guests as we want, I don't think we're going to talk about the gig. Five. Much. The so five members of Radiohead. One. But yeah. that's also probably the case for this one, right? Because we've got questions from the listener. All right, let's mm. bang on. Let's bang on. Adam, Buenos why don't Aires, you send so. a different link to each me and Steve, and you you watch <laughs> a different one, and we just do that. <laughs> okay, let's let's fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do uh, Buenos Aires. Right, I'm going to put the link in the chat. Okay, usual rules. Don't look at the set list. Uh, don't ruin it for yourself. Oh, a 15 step. Uh, don't talk to me. Uh, mm. Don't make direct eye contact with me. Uh, listeners, if you want to watch along, I will put the Steve. That's too much eye contact, mate. That's too much. Do you know what? Weirdly, though, you're not looking at me. I know you're looking at the camera, but you're look anyway. Well, yeah, because well, no, because in theory, if you look at the camera, it should be what you know, like dead Did on. Did you know that but iPhones have not... a thing when you're on FaceTime that it actually like slightly CGI's your eyes to be looking mm. more in the direction that you would if you're having a conversation. Christ. Yeah. It's the future. It's the future. It's the augmented reality of the future. All right, guys. I can't wait. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Why would I want reality? I I, I want augmented reality every day of the week. What's this little 
synthwave shit this going on. This is their now. walk on. Everything music. has a synth is synthwave, isn't it? Apparently. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's part of the wave of synths. Mm. This this is the music that is constantly playing in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh if you ever see me staring into space, it's just this. Um in Rainbow's tour, uh, it's probably one of their biggest tours. I mean, I suppose we kind of touched on it, Lucas. Like, in terms of capacity, uh, you would consider it to be sort of like stadium tour, even though it's it's a stadium tour in in all but name, really. Uh, mm. The venues are sort of like, some of them are like 20,000, <laughs> but a lot of them are like 40, 50. Some of them are 60,000 uh, on the In Rainbow's World tour. So it's kind of a stadium tour, I guess, right? Let's not label it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. It's just. It's a big label. Yeah. 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 It's big. I just. I always. I had never considered it because we've always said like Radiohead, not a band that plays stadiums, not because they're not able to, because they don't want to. But I suppose that just lends more credence to the idea they don't want to because they refuse to play anywhere that says stadium in the in the name of the fucking in the venue, even though they're stadium sort of sized. Is. I put my hand up. Yeah, you put your hand up, Steve. That's fine. Is Ed wearing a tie? Is Ed wearing a tie? I don't know. I don't think so. Is this the one mm. where he gets shirtless? I think that's actually like much later. I think that's like 2018 or something where he ends up. Phil's wearing not a shirtless, tie. Phil's wearing a tie. But with his shirt like wide open, billowing. Look in at the, the energy yeah, coming out of Steve's, Tom here. Just, sorry, you Lucas. Know. Steve does have his hand up. <laughs> Has Colin got a beard? Colin might have a beard, yeah. You could just interject with these things. Oh, he's wearing a scarf, a scarf. Steve. Ed's wearing a scarf and look Famous at Famous loose big tie. Exactly. Yeah, big loose tie. Tom is literally just on the stage, just like sauntering about. It's almost like he doesn't know there's a crowd there yet. Yeah. Well, I, do you know what? I think he has to get into the like zone where there isn't a crowd there. Do you know what I mean? Like You have to just think it's like, oh, I'm just here on my own having a, having a nice time. Um. This is our first experience. Obviously, we saw these. Yep, that is the clap. That's the clap, my 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 lovely boy. Let's hope whoever's <laughs> listening has got it synced up right. <laughs> That'd be very annoying. <laughs> we saw a lot of the In Rainbow songs on the tour in 2006, right? Um, yeah. The ones that, I didn't see them on a tour. The ones were before the, the we had heard the album, so they were like, oh, wasn't it? Mm. Um, but... This is obviously post in Rainbows. And we've got a much bigger sort of, I don't know, it's difficult to call it a show, but there's more of a lighting rig going on than we have right. seen Radiohead have previously, right? Did you say it's difficult to call it a show? Right, it's not a show in the way that, like, Muse have a show. Do you know what I mean? This oh, looks I mean, familiar. I feel like this is maybe what they had at Reading. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are big, long poles uh, on on the stage, it's they called mm. it the LED forest. Um, they like before before they went on tour, they had um, what's the name of the company? I think it's called Best Foot Forward. They're a climate change activism group. They had them like properly go into their touring schedule and find out where they could make cuts that were beneficial to the environment. And That's one of them cool. was to have a carbon neutral lighting rig, which is what this is. Um, and you'll you'll see they're not doing it right now, but all of those sticks that are hanging down from the ceiling, they all light up. Spoilers. Uh, spoilers, yeah, I know. Spoilers, those lights. How is it carbon neutral? 
because it's it's LEDs for a start, which I suppose are, are much less impactful than the normal yeah, stage yeah, lights they yeah, would do. It's carbon less, but what a neutral means it would have to generate some energy to offset the carbon usage, no? Why can't it just create zero? Like a lot of LEDs are like Well it's like, not zero, is it? Like that's just Yeah, I think so. That's that's just impossible. I'm not saying the tour is carbon neutral. Saying just the light the LEDs, route. like there's energy yeah. powering those LEDs, an amount. I don't know. Why don't you read the massive report that was written about yeah, it? Yeah, send over. Yeah, read it out now. Yeah, go on, send start it over. To finish. Oh, wh- Ed's got a box. Ed's just standing there with a box. When did a <laughs> what? Did Ed have a box in the last one? Yeah, Ed's playing the chaos pads. Ed's playing oh, the box. Wow. Uh. Uh, they, they were rehearsing this in the studio. Ed didn't have anything to do. And he went, well, guys, what can I do? And Johnny went, here, play with this fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Johnny. Oh, that's all right. Fucking hell. Anyway, three, two, one. No one counts in a song three, two, one. What was I doing there? That's a shame. That's a shame. It is, isn't it? No matter what, even if it's in 4-4, four, four, it should be three, two, one, go. Three, <laughs> two, one. You're off. Yeah. It is a little bit. You know that TikTok... That's thanks. You've been a great help today. You must have seen it. We've all seen yes. it. Yeah, we've all seen it. We've all that been on the it's, Ed is that. It's just like let's give him something to feel important and busy. No, he does all of the synth noises on this. When he, when we synth get wave. to Reckoner, we'll, all the we'll synth see wave. Some, we'll see some big uh, Ed being quote unquote useful. Uh, in, did, in, did you uh, see in the? Song. I think it's a fake onion like article about how Ready <laughs> Tom York has formed a band. All of the members of Radiohead except Ed, and Ed's just like, yeah, I'm really excited about it. It sounds really great. Um, it's really sad. <laughs> yeah, they just uh, they just add uh, they add Phil and Colin to the smile and Clive yeah. as well, but not yeah. Ed. <laughs> but Ed's just like, do you know what? That sounds great, man. Oh, a bit of an oldie, a goldie oldie, Erbug. Erbug. Um. Yeah, we get like a little bit of uh is it a hits? Yeah, I guess hits is kind of a word for it this set list, right? Uh I mean it's off OK computer, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. But which they didn't kind of they haven't played in ages. We didn't really see any like we didn't see loads of OK computer stuff Ooh, um it's, on uh on the two thousand and six tour. It's weird yeah. seeing Tom playing a guitar. In it, I feel like a lot of the videos we've watched, a lot of the gigs we've watched, he's just he's just bonoing. He's he's oh. he's singing or he's at the piano a lot of times as well. Yeah. But yeah, you forget he's a he's a guitarist. Although no, yeah. the Hail to the Thief tour, he oh, was on yeah. the on the bloody guitar like like he, you know like a bloody rash, like one of those <laughs> bloody guitar rashes. You All get. The bloody over it, you know. Yeah. What absolutely. year is this? Remind me. Oh, 2009. 2009. That does explain the kind of emo straightened hair. Uh, mm. It's fringe. Well, Although this, is, this, is, straightened it. this is the Tom York I think I picture when I picture Tom York. It's in Rainbow's yeah. era, Tom you York. You have said that for every era since the Benz. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Tom York I think about when I think of Tom York. This is the last time Tom York cuts his hair, I believe. Yeah. Well, and now it's it's, ne- it's he's never cut it since. It's since just growing down no, and down <laughs> no, no, no. and down. He's had trims, but this is the like it it, it never goes like short. Short. Again. Yeah. Go, like, never goes shorter than this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I think he's just been steadily growing it since like two thousand and one, maybe. Uh, yeah. 
It, it's interesting to me that they save the exciting lights for a few songs, which yeah, I, it's okay. a good shout. It's a good shout because this is just very like normal sort of uh, rock show. Um. Yeah. So yeah, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is their first um, South American tour. I think this particular gig might have been part of like a a festival. You know, like how artists like like they they find it easier to tour South America if they're part of like this big like traveling sort of festival things. Like they all band together. Um, I think right. it's one of those things. But it was definitely sort of like built. Isn't around- Lollapalooza that? Yeah, they do. They do a South American version of Lollapalooza, I think. Um, but I, I can't remember what this was called. But it was very much built around the idea that Radiohead are playing in South America for the first time. Big Ed stance. I love yeah. Ed. This is a great era of Ed. Like he's playing the lead. Like it's yeah, just, yeah. It's just nice to see him do some stuff. <laughs> he's always doing stuff. I don't know. I've got it in my head that he's just not. Well, that's the meme, isn't it? Is that like he's yeah. like the useless member of Radiohead. Oh, because, bullshit. I mean, that there is like a hierarchy in Radiohead, right? With like Tom and Johnny at the top, and yeah. then Phil and Colin who do incredible rhythm work, and then, and then Ed. Ed but, but Ed adds like so much oh, to their sound. Interestingly, I I put Colin right at the bottom of that because at least on the gigs he might as well be behind a little curtain. Yeah, he's not like at a the, stage performer, is he? At the he gigs, just, yeah. But then I think we've called him out on the last two albums, like. How it's one of his strongest. Like I don't know. Yeah, the rhythm section yeah. has been amazing. But in terms of the moment. gigs, he's definitely like like he is literally like, the other three are up and up front, and then he is at the he's behind. Tom. I wish Colin was up the front on his knees in front of Tom. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> now hold on. Now okay, yeah, everyone, calm some, down. Getting some deep insight into what Steve would like from a Radiohead gig. Tom's uh, playing a Telecaster. No, he's not. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> Isn't he? No. <laughs> no, Johnny is. Yeah, Johnny plays. That's a, that's Jazzmaster, my friend. Oh, what did it say? a caster in it. Uh, or it might be Master a... Master Do you know what? It actually might be a Jaguar. Uh, that might be Johnny's a... playing a telly, though. Is that what you're mixing up? Johnny Jaguar. always plays the telly. That's like his oh, famous guitar, the... isn't it? Yeah, Tom, more famous cool. for the uh, Gibson SG at this point. No, I think, I think Lucas meant that... He literally plays the telly, the television. Oh, he did in that Paris gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think in a modern gig, he'd 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 make it more recent. He'd like play a VR headset. Yeah, I think we we posited he'd play TikTok. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just VR headset. in a sentimental skip. Dog doing shit. I don't know. It's an insight into my TikTok. VR headset. Sorry, I like the idea that it just, he's not bothering to play any instruments. He's just kind of wandering around the stage, just like waving his arms around. And like, that's music. I like how my idea of TikTok is that song and a dog barking. Yeah, that would do. He's still singing the bit from the song. He's singing a bit Airbag. of call and response with the, uh, oh, nice. with the audience. Oh, we've got loads of drums. It's got to be there, there. If you two oh, were to... Open the TikTok app right now. What would be the most likely type of video you'd be presented with? Cats. FIFA. Almost certainly cats. Probably FIFA. FIFA? FIFA clips, I reckon, Thieves. yeah. Or like, yeah? or like Sunday League clips. What yeah, did you yeah. say, Steve? Cat? A cat? Cat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check. I think there's a good chance I'd get a cat or a dog. But the legend of the rent was way past due. Well, it's Jack it Black it. singing from School of Rock. Yeah, shit. Disappointed. 
Go on, Adam. What's yours? Oh, you want me to actually do it? All right, let me see. It's Tom York. It's a Tom York interview. Is it? That's is that on? Is, is that yeah, on yeah, yeah. people that you? Is that like yeah. people you know? No, it's no, not. It's actually it's recommended. That's my, my for you page. Good. So I'll, 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 I'll wrap this oh, up. I guess they've uh, they've put that new voice filter on it. Oh, I got a the, silly, oh, that's weird, isn't it? I got a I've got a sketch, a sketch about doing a job interview. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the voice filter is mental, right? Yeah. Really. Uh, really fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bizarre. Someone did it to um, just played corn twist. Have you heard corn twist? It's the one that just literally just. I I like to I kind of like to rotate it as I mean I like nibble a line away and then I'll twist it, nibble another line away. Yeah, it's corn. Twist it, nibble another line. It's just it seems like the optimal way of eating corn. A big lump with knobs. It's got the juice. Yeah. Oh, yes. Tom's playing a Telecaster. Fuck's sake. <laughs> He's playing a, a hollow-bodied... It might. It's, looks like an, like an ES355, something like that. Uh, it looks like the old Epiphone. Sort that of, is uh, not an ES335. Is it not? What am I thinking The ES335's like... It, it has cutaways. Oh, it does. Somewhat. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. something. It's something else. It's something different. Doesn't oh, it's a Telecaster. It is a Telecaster. Yeah. Told you. Ed. I do like Ed's like blazer and little scarf. Mm. It's very over time, and so's the uh, the haircuts. Like they they're almost quite fashionable. Oh yeah, this is, this is when Tom starts to become uh, king of the hipsters. Uh, he becomes limbs. very fashionable over sort of like the next decade. With yeah? like yeah 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 absolutely, um, king of the hipsters. He's so many cardigans, you know. Yeah, isn't he now basically the cardigan man? Kind of. He's he's kind of much more about the leather bracelets and denim jackets these days, you know? Oh, is he? With the is Balenciaga he? sunglasses and all of that mm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I mean, the guy's worth $50 million. He's allowed to, you know, he's having a good time. He's had a shit time most of his life. But it's out What to will me. he do for those $50 million? <laughs> If I was to buy him for $50 million? Yeah. What would he do? This, probably. Oh, that's fine. What? There, there. That's it. I was reading one of these spurious websites that's like... Here's how much it would cost to hire your favourite band. And like Rolling Stones is like a million pounds or something like that or whatever. Radiohead, it reckoned a hundred grand. Yeah. Do you reckon we well, could... Not anymore. You're, you're essentially asking them to reform as well. Like it's such a bigger ask. I kind of get what they're doing, the... but like they would go, no. Fuck yeah. Off. yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess, Radiohead's I guess one of if the... you're up for it. Yeah, it's one of the bands least likely to perform just for the money. Oh, look at I them mean, having is, the is, time of their lives, It's an interesting though. one, though. Like, would, would bands lower themselves to just playing, like, your local community centre if you paid them to do it? Probably yeah, not. It. If Probably I'm not. willing to give the Rolling Stones £5 million, will they do it? Mm. Let's find out. Let's become millionaires in our yeah. new um, playlist curator jobs, and we'll, yeah. uh, we'll try and hire the Rolling Stones... Uh, well, well, to play now like, the, the Patreon has the Patreon's dropped. People yeah. are subscribing to it. We're obviously going to earn well, five we million. Hope so yeah. Shh. Shh. <laughs> obviously we're earning five million pounds a month. Yeah. So um, we could just do it. 
Give them we, a ring. I mean, we, should, no, really, we should really we should we should do it gradually. We should go from smaller bands to bigger bands and see where they yeah, stop saying yes. True. Yeah, yeah. Because I think at this point, if we asked, like, I don't know, who's who's a medium band that's still active? Stereophonics. Well, as in who can if contact we asked, ghosts? Are they are they still active? Oh, Stereophonics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If we asked Snow Patrol, I reckon they would. For the oh right yeah, Snow Patrol. I wouldn't Snow say they're Patrol. a medium band. Snow Patrol are probably pretty medium in all senses of the word. <laughs> You mean they can literally contact the undead? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. I oh, mean, Adam, I watched um, Hereditary. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because we're talking about it. We're talking Adam, about what, do, Adam, what do you think the Lucas thinks of Hereditary? I mean, he's probably seen my letterbox. Uh, I imagine he thinks it's middling. Yeah. yeah. He saw my letterbox where I gave it I haven't seen a, a, mid- a, a middling score. I haven't seen a letterbox. Oh, did you? Fair enough. Um, I've got some questions from listeners if we would like them. Uh, I've, I've put the word out on Instagram and Twitter and also yeah, Facebook, yeah. and people did come back with uh, with lots of uh, lo- lots and lots of questions. Uh, you guys are going to have to think on your toes. Do you think you can do that this evening? These yeah. questions are all I need, which is also the song that's playing. That's the song that's playing. Yeah, Adam, yeah, 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 Adam yeah, didn't care about my hereditary opinions. I thought he'd care more about that. Well, you just said you, you thought it was fine. Why does he want to know more? He was like highly. He was highly recommending I watch it, and so I, I did. Yeah, watch lots of people were okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's one of the most highly regarded horror movies. You of the You can't last suspend decade. disbelief for horror <laughs> to be actually scared. I'm, so I'm therefore, not, you mark like, it down because you're not scared. It's because I'm not a pussy, and I am. I'm a famous, <laughs> famous pussy of what is. Yeah, I, I, will, I will say like yeah that the high ratings for Hereditary are not because people are going like oh my god it's so scary it's because it's a, an excellent film that also happens to be a horror film. That um, bit, I mean, the, the first act inciting incident, I was flabbergasted. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. when it I cut was off as flabbergasted. A... Because it's you're expecting went... for the whole movie to be about her, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Creepy girl. Yeah. It's not. Excellent. Oh, shit. Great. Okay, cool. yeah. Great. Yeah. Or, that just already just elevates the whole film. Just, yeah, yeah. The complete left turn. Uh, right. Anyway, all I need is playing. It's lovely. Uh,. Mm-hmm. They opened with this when I saw them in Paris on the In Rainbows tour, and it was so mild. It was mega for the absolutely mega. Lucas, did you get an invite to Paris? Oh, sorry, Steve. I actually went with the uh, the other drummer of the band that uh, we were in, Mike Knight. Yeah, before before we replaced him with you. Sorry, when you say the other band you're in, do you mean Steve's band? I mean Steve's band, of course. In I my mean band Steve's that band. I joined, yeah, you joined a lot later, <laughs> but you made such an impression it became your band. The only non-original member, my band. <laughs> Uh, this is from Twitter user Small Miracles. Now, some of these questions, right, people yeah. have asked similar things, and I'll, I'll shout out everybody, but some of them are sort of like asking the same thing, okay? Small Miracles asks, if you could join any band as a member, assuming they are happy to have you in this scenario, who would it be? Radiohead. Really? Of all the bands? Because, like, there's always going to be, like, a tambourine or a shaker. And I can say I'm in Radiohead. Uh, yeah, do you know I what mean, I mean? That's true. Yeah, yeah. You think that's what Ed I can... does? <laughs> hey, come on, <laughs> Ed's out. He's gone, and I'm there say, doing the shaker. I have to say, we have not heard very aggressive tambourine in a little while, right? In a Radiohead game. So yeah, I yeah. think. Well, I can hear. He, he can't. He's dropped it a bit. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really goes as well. <laughs> How's that? Is that Perfect. good? Perfect. 
is exactly what we needed. All right, I'll keep that, that point. So you'd be in Radiohead. Uh, Lucas, what band would you be in? Can we remove any financial incentive from this equation? Yeah, of course. It's just who would you want to be? Because I'm just, you know, because being a twat, I go right. Which one's going to net me the most cash? Sure. Like I'm sure. not going to join Snow Patrol. Oh, as if Snow Patrol aren't like millionaires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if I'm joining now, probably less so. I reckon you're probably your income. I you're earning a, a salary, made, aren't you? As a touring, I member imagine. Yeah, you're, not, yeah, you're <laughs> not going to get backdated, are you? That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'd want to be the lead pianist in the Hans Zimmer touring orchestra. Okay, excellent, excellent stuff. Um, I'd like to be in something like. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of stakes being in Radiohead, Steve. Uh, huh? I, I would like to be in um, dry cleaning or idols or something like yeah. that. Something fucking yeah. loud and, you know, and fun. fun. Yeah, something yeah, where, yeah. like, every oh. night I can just go out there and go like... Yeah, there is the fun. Oh. Being being the being the pianist in a touring orchestra probably isn't the most energetic and fun. I want to be in Bowling for Soup. Yeah. I'll go and be in like Panic at the Disco and prance yeah, around. Yeah, I want to be in one of those pop punk bands that are in the resurgence because everyone has decided that, you know, that time is nostalgic mm. now. I want to be in one of those bands where they like nearly, nearly get to the point where they think they're happy, but they're not really because it's not, you know, 2005. Guys, I told you we were getting all the hits. This is, of course, the title track from Kid A. Which Kid A. Is it? Oh, right. <laughs> it's the one that doesn't that one. instantly this one I'd struggle with if you were to play the intro I think I got it in maybe the last call yeah, yeah yeah but there you go look uh, we were talking on the episode you, Lucas you were always like what the fuck does Ed do on this song like live and they go look he's playing like the main riff he's just transposed it to like guitar so then what's Johnny doing he's playing the ding ding on the piano there he is in the back and oh, that's got- what I was, that's what I, when you talk about the the main riff. That's what I thought you were talking about. Oh no, because the main riff is obviously the dun 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 dun. Oh no, in my head the main riff is bling blong bling blong. Right, bling. sure. Uh, Tom's got the vocoder on as well. It's a it's a whole vibe. It's cool. Yeah, it's a real like nice. Um, yeah, it's just vibey, man. Colin is very seventies. He looks like he's a member of the Beatles with his haircut. Yes, he does. Yeah. He looks like Paul McCartney or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. Excellent. Oh, oh so that'd be quite a good band to join, I reckon. The Just Beatles. Go be the, the, be the Beatles. I'm going to be honest. I watched Get Back. It looks like a fucking nightmare. It looks yeah. like John and Paul just sort of run the whole show and start wanking <laughs> in front of each other. <laughs> well, they did, didn't they? Yeah. There's that famous... That's what I'm referring to. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought you meant just the mu- musicality. Which is great, yeah, because when enough. when I play, when, when I played, well, I did play, but when I went to uh, Glastonbury uh, this year and I saw Paul McCartney, he obviously, like, as he does, as he has for all of his gigs in the last 20 years, told the story about how, like, oh, you can't just, you know, you weren't able to say, hey, man, I love you to people, you know? You just couldn't say that. So it's nice to be able to say it here on stage to John Lennon. I, just, I love you, man, you know? Uh, and then he plays a song, you know, dedicated to John Lennon. Which made me think, like, like he's basically saying, like, oh, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't just look a man in the eye and say, I, I love you, man. But you could, you know, masturbate in the same room as him. 
<laughs> Which is, yeah. you know, yeah. Maybe you could. Oh my god, guys, look, tambourine. Tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> Here he goes. Have you two um Have you two ever masturbated? Have you two ever masturbated in the same room with one another? <laughs> That's what Adam does when he watches. <laughs> uh no. You've not masturbated in the same room as one another. No. Yet. No, not yet. Steve, why not, man? That's, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I thought we were like Lennon and McCartney. Yeah, I did as well. I did yeah. as well. Uh, here's a question from Andy Pike. In celebration of their co-headline US tour with the Manics, and we should point out that we asked for these questions uh, in November 2022. This, I yes. think this episode's coming out in February 2023. In celebration of their co-headline US tour with the Manics, you, yeah. will you consider a series on my favourite band, Suede? I know nothing about Suede. What's I, the Suede song? I know very little about Suede, and I saw them on Jules Holland the other night, and Swade. I have to say, I did not... I did, I did not take to it. Suede. <laughs> it, it was not... It was maybe not for me. Suede. I don't recognise any of the names of Suede songs. Yeah, I... I, I, I I've nothing. probably... I feel like I've heard Trash. And Listen to ones. this rendition of Kid A. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about Suede. Sorry, but it, doesn't it sound great? It does. Look at those Zildjian symbols, which I just sold. I mean, at this, point, do we know, at this point, do we know what we are doing for our next season? Yeah, we will, but listeners won't. But the, oh, the bracket will have oh, finished. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's yeah, swayed. Yeah. Right, yeah, it is, it's swayed. <laughs> a surprise entry into the bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I have I no knowledge of swayed, so I have yeah. no opinion on that. But it feels like they're in the similar category to the thing we're trying to avoid doing again. Uh, White male rock no- for the 90s. Yeah, British, Britpop, 90s thing. Hey, look, and look, look, the lights are on. The lights are on, oh, that's guys. that's cool. For Karma Police. Oh, Karma Police off the album. Yeah, it's off of the album Karma Police by the band Karma Police, of course. Yeah. Um, hey, look, we've got a question from Emma, who has been on the podcast. Take Uno Bao. Um, Take Uno Bao. Take Uno Bao. Take Uno Bao. Uh, what has your favourite season of the podcast been so far, both in recording the podcast and in actual quality of the band slash musician? Manix. Manix. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, of it's just, it was such a, it was such, it was our formative years as the podcast, right? What a nice time, the past. What do you think my answer is? Manix. Radio. Yeah, it's radio. Yeah, because yeah, you love yeah, digging yeah, into radio heads. Radio you love heads. digging yeah. deep and deep. I feel like and... this, this season is destroying you, though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from the inside out it, this season yeah. is like making a Radiohead album it's taking a year and a half and I hate it but yeah. I think it'll be good when it's done yeah <laughs> this, is, this season is not healthy big Eds some big Eds going on here huge Eds I mean it's difficult for me to say anything other than Radiohead when I'm I mean listen to this this look I'm a big Mannix fan just this random live performance of this song from March 2009 shits on most things that they've done so yeah, of course I'm enjoying the Radiohead season. Can I interrupt you with um, because what of was the, your lighting least and the, the lighting and the low quality uh, video? Phil looks a little bit like Voldemort in the background. That he Fuck does, me. he does, he? <laughs> he does, he does, he does. Absolutely. Uh, here's, here's something from Gwyn Roberts. Um, Are we not answering what was your least favorite then? Oh, we can if you want. Yeah, uh, season five. Yeah, I can't, I'm dreading it. I'm dreading whatever I'm is dreading coming it. next. I can't believe you voted for band. Well, I don't think artist. I don't think that season five will be the artist they voted for. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Unless Kendrick pulls something out of the bag this week, I doubt it. 
<laughs> this week in November. I reckon it's going to be, I reckon it's going to be Michael McRomance. They're already uh, okay. Yeah, we know they're yeah, that's gone. Fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, but but they'll come back. There'll, there'll be such popular demand. I obviously asked for questions. I said that people could ask us anything, and Gwyn Roberts had said anything. Despite procrastinating, I really need to put away the barbecue for the winter. Do you have a particular cleaning product that you'd recommend? I'm considering Mr. Muscle, but concerned that if I tolerate this, then my chimney may be next. Good. <laughs> I good. use Vanish. I use uh, Vanish Power Spray on my barbecue. Okay. I. I, I think it's Vanish. Really... Right? These questions. It's pink. Dig, it's dig a pink deep one. Yeah, it's Vanish. Yeah, yeah. These questions. I can't attest for deep. barbecue cleaner, but just in terms of like magical cleaning stuff, the Magic Eraser. Have you heard of that? So we've had marks on the walls and stuff, and usually it just sort of smears and gets a bit greasy. This literal. You don't even need to. You just add water to it. It's called the Magic Eraser, and it just it just takes st- stuff away. It's insane. Magic mm. Eraser. What about, the, what about the pink oh, well. stuff? Have you heard of the pink stuff? That's I've got good, some pink stuff. We've got yeah. a bit over, it's a bit yeah, overrated, yeah. to be honest. It's a Mrs. Hinch thing, right? Yeah, yeah it's a bit yeah. overrated. The, 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 the power spray, though, for the barbecue is good. But you've got to make sure before you put it away for the winter, you give it a really good clean. Because mm. otherwise you'll get it out in the new year and it'll, go, it'll be mould. Uh, because like you leave one little bit of food morsel or grease or fat that's going to spread. That happened to me last year. So I got my, got my barbecue out this summer for the first of the season. And uh, mould everywhere. You know, I yeah, thought the questions true. would sort of liven things up for the commentary. Look, no, I'm ch- look, <laughs> I'm channeling, my, I'm channeling my inner Anne Russell. All right, sent a link to the Magic Eraser for you. Mrs. The nation is, uh, is redecorating her house. Incidentally, the nation mum. Have you seen that? Oh Anne no, she. Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, what's what? this thing do? Oh, Which is not really a grey girly to... anymore. She's kind of spicing it. Spicing I'm it up add a this bit. to my house wish list. Got to be honest. Got to go to the toilet. Okay, well, should we wait for questions for you to come back, or, or what do you want to do? <laughs> well, maybe right. you can, if you no, say them guys, loud enough. Guys, something weird's happened here. What? Mm. Because I've, I've added the, the Flash Magic Eraser to, my, to one of my wish lists on Amazon. Sure. One customers also, list. customers, all, yeah, you get multiple wish lists for different needs. <laughs> <laughs> um, people, look at the way they've needs. used the LED lights here for nude. That's so like, lovely. It looks look at like the, some the, of us the pretty are like, it looks like uh, stars in a way. Yeah, it looks like, like stars, in... and, and some of them are like slightly longer. It's well, a like really a, cool lighting rig, like a and meteor I, I, shower. I love the fact that they're completely surrounded by it as well. Like it, it it's goes like it's, all the way down to the floor on the sides, and then it looks like, like in this rain little... is like lights are raining yeah. down. Yeah, and we love nudes. Nudes are good. Right. Shut up. Okay, okay. Sorry. I added it to the wish list. Customers who bought this also bought. Yeah. The pink stuff, yeah. unsurprised. Unsurprising. Sure. No surprise. Unsurprising. Yeah. Uh, a hob ceramic and glass cooktop cleaner, heavy duty. Unsurprising. Of course. of course. Yeah. An antibacterial cleaning pad. Unsurprising. Yeah. And then, yeah. A, surprising, and B, weirdly relevant to the fact that we're on this podcast, an Elmer picture book. That, yes. Elmer the elephant picture book. Now, we because, talked about him on this podcast. Yeah, because... So, are we directly affecting purchasing... That you've mentioned Flash Magic Eraser. Yes. And in the past, because of you talking about it on an episode that comes out in February, people have gone and bought it. Yes. And they bought the Elmer, Eraser, the Elmer book because of us talking about it in the Hell to the Thief episodes. Yes. And somehow that's affected what I'm seeing on Amazon here now in November 2022. Yes. Okay. Adam finds this 
extremely interesting. I was listening to Nude because it's a really good song. Do you not have multiple Amazon wish lists like for different? Like, Th- they should call this song Good. <laughs> I've had a beer. <laughs> it's a shame Steve wasn't there for that one because that seems like it would really be his his jam. Uh, no, I don't have multiple Amazon wish lists. I'm afraid. What purpose could that possibly serve me? For different need, for different needs. Going to be I've honest, my... I don't have an Amazon wish list. I think I have a bookmark folder with it all with different products bookmarked. <laughs> you fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. It's like, built uh, into the tool. No, 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 I don't know what you, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's because uh, my phone opens it in a place where I'm not signed into Amazon. If I like click a link, it won't automatically open it into my account, so I can't. I don't have a wish list on, you know, it's a whole thing. I'd have to sign in. Oh, you have to sign in one time and it will keep you signed in forever. Nah, not doing that. Not doing that. Oh, big Tom vocals. In-ear monitors now, though. Sell out. He's been doing that since the year 2000. And that's exactly what you said back then. In what? Sell out. So why do you think it's a sellout? Like what? Because I, I think before you got confused and thought they must be for click tracks, right? Uh, no, it's for like the people off stage, right? To be like, and coming into two, <laughs> yeah, right. two, three. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just so they can hear stuff clearer. That's that's hey guys. what it is. Sell out. Hey man. Uh, hey so man. here's here's a question Let's from Quinn, but not that one. It's from oh. uh, at Pansy underscore Ghoul three two one. That's a bit scary. Despite language barriers, would you guys ever do a K-pop season? And if so, do you have mm. any idea who you would do it on? Yes. I've heard Blackpink are great. I've heard BTS are great. Uh, that's probably the extent of my K-pop knowledge. But yeah, why not? Like, it's this insane phenomenon like, that people are insanely into, and it's music. Well, is it? Well, he's, there you go. We don't shoot the season then, because Steve's, Steve's declared it. Well, I've, I've got some issues. I, I think we need to explore further. Hmm. Is it music? Because Adam, <laughs> I think true. Adam probably would take issue with the, with the manufacturedness of it, I would imagine. Or is it interesting to talk about? Uh, I'd cover one. Yeah, why not? I'd pick uh, the one I've heard of, which is BTS. Yeah. Is that mm. sure for behind the scenes? Sorry? Oh, is the I name mean, BTS? It, it Does it stand is. for behind the scenes? I have yeah. a BTS t-shirt. Why? A, a BTS t for me. Yeah, BTS T-S. BTS, <laughs> also known as the Bangtan Boys. Mm. Doesn't explain where the S is from. No, or really the T, because Bangtan is one word. Yeah. Really, they should be called B. They should be, it should be, if, if we're initialising it, they should be called BB. Maybe mm. it's uh, Korean. It could be, actually. I hadn't considered that. Yeah. Well, that's Bangtan Sonyeondan. Absolute Bangtan rights. Look how they're using the lights here for weird fishes. Oh, look, Ed, it's... Uh, uh, Ed and so Johnny this is the thing that time. I was talking to you about. So when, when, they're, when they're huddled like that, Johnny is usually telling Ed to like fuck off. They're trying to like they're, they're oh, no. trying to put each other off by calling each other dickheads and stuff. Really? No way. <laughs> yeah. That's great. No, other, I mean, I Ed's, love that. Ed's, Ed stood there going like, "I bet you fuck this up. I bet you fuck this up." <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so I, good. When I saw oh. that in an interview, it made me laugh so. That's hard. cool because I first of all I thought, "Oh, isn't that nice? That's really nice, like camaraderie in the band." Then you said that oh, he's probably like telling him to fuck off, and I thought, "Oh, that's really not very nice." It's a but different then I've come kind back of camaraderie. To kind of yeah. like, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But look, the lights have created like a wave uh, effect. 
cool. Which is right. which Got. is cool. It's great. It's cool that you can program them like graphics in in a way. I really like the way. I, I just like the lights on this show. Man. So in my um, look, look at that. It's cool. In my barber's new shop, which is a uh, refurbished um, shipping container, he's got lighting that's like it's LED lights. Hipster. Which on a, on your phone, he's got a lighting thing where you can like you can draw colors on like a mm. little square, and then it can it create them in an LED thing around the room. So he's going to cool. like rent it out to like D and D players. So like, if they're like, you're in hell. There'll be like you could just like make a little fire pattern. On oh, your phone that's and cool! Then, yeah. yeah, that's a cool idea. It's cool. Surely there's a bigger market than that. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he just wants to market it just to D and D barbershops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all barbershops. Cortez. Um, here's here's another guys. Question. Okay. Oh, uh, before I want to stick, stick to the the, the the previous question. Oh yeah, I really on. want to do BTS now. Oh yeah, because <clears throat> their work frequency. So add this is for Adam. Their lyrics often discuss mental health. Adam Bate. <laughs> uh, mental their health, work Adam. also frequently, frequently references literature, philosophy, and psychological concepts. Adam Bate. And includes an alternate universe storyline. Lucas Bate. Lucas Bate. Mm. And I'm yeah, here yeah. for the and melody. And Steve's here. For the melody. Um, fellow podcast, Wrestling 20 Years Ago. Their Twitter account has asked us, for artists you don't end up doing full seasons on, would you consider tackling supposedly classic albums with the same track-by-track, guys-was-that-music kind of vibe? We've discussed that, right? That's very interesting, yeah. Not even necessarily full albums. We've just talked about, like, take the best of or, like, a a selection of hits from a big artist and go, let's just do a a, a cross-section, right? I mean, if we were really stuck, we could just do the the Rolling Stones' top 500 albums from 500 to one. Fuck. It's all the albums that uh, Mick Jagger loves. Yeah. Friend of ours is is doing that. I've I've just started. Adam started, yeah. yeah. I've just started. That sounds exhausting. It's just, it's just oh, music. so much listening to new music. Yeah. It's rock and roll, man. <laughs> um, I think well, no, it's not all rock and roll, Adam. Steve, you're Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a doing a thing. Like we have this whole Patreon thing now. Yeah. If if people if that's what people want, we could do that. Like if, yeah. if people we we would never do all of Fleetwood Mac to be honest. Like yeah. right, we're just not gonna. But we could do rumors. We're never gonna do all of the Who. But we could do who's Who? next. <laughs> we exactly. could do who's next, right? Yeah, like that would be cool. Yeah, uh, like who, who's next is a great classic album. Um, it's one of my favorite albums. Uh, Meaty, cool. beaty, yeah, big I, and bouncy. I, that well, was my point, first what? Who album. Same. It's, a, it's a great hits. But, I know, uh, I know it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaty, beaty, big and it bouncy. On vinyl. It's a great. Uh, that's such a good collection. It, it doesn't doesn't it open with uh, can't explain. Yeah, and oh, it's, it's got Boris so the Spider on it. Yeah. Oh, and hey, Steve, when we saw them at Glastonbury in 2015, they opened with Can't Explain, I think. Yeah. Oh. That was excellent. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like the shiver down my I like spine. I mean, I mean, at some point, we'll be done with the Manics, you know, re- relitigation. Yeah. Mm. And unless we plan on following that up with a Muse relitigation. No, I think we should follow it up with a third go round of the Manics. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be enough like, time. That's where we could then start doing, 15 you know, classic, classic albums. Yeah, all those, yeah. all that bonus episode slot or whatever. If, if, if like, if people have suggestions for what they want us to do, do send them in. Especially if you're a subscriber. Um, but also, there's some questions on here that I'm not going to read out 
because I think they warrant further discussion that would that would like need a bonus okay, episode yeah. to oh, discuss so like the whole thing. Um, it's no, savage, because that but person it also might get that us person, money. No, no, it's not that. It's, it's that person <laughs> might have a whole episode that is just about their question. Um, I is there is there any question in the world that we could spend a whole episode talking about? Yeah, uh, you could. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the desert island discs one is. Yeah, prime yeah. fodder. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I really like that version of weird fishes. Spelled W Y R D. Yeah, weird. Wait, is oh. it actually spelled W I? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. no. Um. Oh, I hear a Spanish radio. Oh, here we I go. Could as well Look at the cool lights. What it is? Look yeah. at the cool lights. And that's guys. just the. Oh no, there is a little bit. Of no, backing. there's a screen. In the, no, there's a screen. In the but back. mainly there's a screen. But but yeah, a lot of that is the. It's just the LEDs that are the programmed LEDs. to do that. It's great because. Do you know what it is? Also, you get an interesting show no matter where you're stood. Because if you stand to the yes. side, you just get a different angle. There you go. All, all the poles that are like coming down. It looks so cool. It looks so cool. Um. Yes, person has asked. Is is this music music? Uh, which is a uh, a song uh, by Teenage Fan Club, of course. Um, you guys probably don't know it. Uh, I'm going to say that it is music. What do you guys reckon? Yep. Is it on Spotify? Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't tell me anything, actually. Cause it doesn't really, because this is on Spotify yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, um, no, it's crap. Okay, cool. Uh, Hyper Lion has asked, what isn't music? Spaghetti bolognese. Biscuits. Great. Both went with food, which is very interesting. Yeah. My beard is what I've instantly thought of as something that isn't music. I think I can make yeah. music from your beard. Oasis, obviously. Famously yes, and, not music. And yeah, Oasis. That's yes. good. And yeah. Correct. Um, Sem75. What should I fill my time with, seeing as I've got four weeks off work with a broken collarbone, apart from catching up on the podcast? Now, they've asked this today, and obviously... You know, they're now they're now back at work, <laughs> fully healed. So let's answer Sucker. the question. But I I will I will put our answer into the reply, and I'll reply to the tweet now. What do we think they should do for the next four weeks uh, off with a broken collarbone? God of War Ragnarok comes out next Thursday. Does I it? Right. Play that. I can just play that. Lucas um, looks re- looks really good. New God of War. Start a Warhammer Age of Sigmar, Sigmar army and, and message Sorry, me privately. Just opening up a bottle of land. And we'll talk. Got we'll talk. Steve says uh, Warhammer. Warhammer, Age of Sigma Army. Adam says Wanking. Rolling yeah. Stone, top 500 albums. There you go. An on brand response from all of us. Do you ever like it's it's it is a bit dark and it is a bit unfortunate. But do you ever <laughs> Lucas sounds sound like he might have been saying something serious and Adam's just screaming. It's a bit dark and unfortunate. It's a bit dark and unfortunate to think like this, but do you ever like kind of kind of think like oh, I'd be lovely to get a bit of a, a like a, a a healable injury to get oh, a bit of Oh don't time off even work. start. I remember having a really shit time at work and I was like I and I genuinely wanted a car accident that would break my legs. I think that's about too that. far, mate. That that means that I job think was really bad. It was really bad all yeah. the time when I'm on yeah. my way to work in Brighton. Um, you, you guys know I've been having a difficult time like yes. this week, especially. Yeah. yeah, I've been having this thought a lot today, like walking into work, just going like, I don't want to go to work. 
I could just step in front of that bus. No, see, that's 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 too. I think that's too far in the dark direction. It's Were near the stop. It's near the yeah. bus stop. It's not going far en- fast enough to kill it's me. It's going to slow down. E- yeah, yeah. Even yeah. the I want a car crash and to break my legs is a bit. I just mean like no, you I break your arm, and so you can't type, and so you just like sit and watch Netflix for break your arm. No, no, you mate, still attend mate, meetings, yeah, and stuff like that. They well, would no, drag me into work. They would was drag like, me into work with a broken arm. If I was in retail, like you, you can't you can't go in with a broken leg. I suppose they could sit you on a fucking checkout, even if you're a manager. But like I, I fantasized about having an injury that would keep me off work. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I've I've often thought about stepping into stepping into traffic and stuff. Because because yeah. the, the thing with getting ill is you're ill, you feel unwell, you don't feel well. Whereas if you just got like a broken arm, like you'll be fine apart from you got a broken arm. Although I couldn't play God of War Ragnarok for weeks if I had a broken. You go arm. and you can't have a. Hmm? What's that, Steve? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you mim- you mimed your right arm. I assume you're a righty. Good version of the national anthem. It was good, yes. Yeah, and look at those LEDs. <laughs> they really also, you just cool. also you just go, you just you know, you just use your left hand, wouldn't you, Steve? It's almost like there's a really simple solution to that problem. I'd use your left hand. <laughs> okay, I would. Uh, no, I'd I'd help you out. Helping out. Well, interestingly, uh, Rob at Won't Stand Down asks, "What's more important, length or girth?" Now, I think the length of an album as we've discussed it, is very important because we yeah. have really struggled with albums that are too long. We but we've also struggled with albums like The Second Law that are too wide in their scope and have too much going on, you know. Yeah. So yeah. what is more important, length or girth? I guess girth. <laughs> <laughs> of course they're playing The Gloaming. Yeah, of course. It's a it's a big <laughs> it's a big greatest hit set, and so therefore, so therefore the gloaming must, must bring it. They, they must play the gloaming. Hey, what colour do you think of when you think of the gloaming? I think of green. green. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Green. Why it's green? Because it's like because you think of gunge. Oh, it's like slime. Gunge and slime. Gunge and slime. Yeah. Yeah. You think of gunge and slime. The visual mood board. For but weirdly, the like gunge and slime. But the gloaming means like like dusk, like lovely dusk. Doesn't um, sludge. I think of sludge. Yeah, me too, but I shouldn't. Uh, Vulpine has said, which do you prefer, B-sides that are entirely new songs or B-sides that are different versions, like live, demo, uh, acoustic of existing songs? Which, 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 guy, which do you guys prefer? New songs. New songs. Oh, yeah, new songs. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely no Nothing content. more annoying than getting, I mean, obviously not really a thing anymore, but a live more version than getting remix. a single and you just get a live version of a song you yeah. already know. The radio I'll tell or you the- what's more annoying. I'll tell you what's more annoying than that. It's when you're supposed to get an acoustic version and it's just the acoustic track and the vocal track taken out of the normal version. Imagine that. That's what's yeah. more Imagine annoying. Imagine that Manic Street Preachers <laughs> circa 2006? Yeah, the only other kind of it. like... I'll give you it. The only band I've sort of been super obsessed with that I've got all the singles of everything, they would have the radio edit as a oh, B-side. That's even worse. Radio That's what saying. The B-side it's, is just a lesser version of this song. The radio edit is a less, less of the song. Oh. Or, or another <laughs> annoying one is if you get like, you know, the Does It Offend You Yeah remix of a song. I like that Does It Offend You Yeah remix. Listen to what is happening on stage. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a greatest hit set there, guys. They've played Kid A and The Gloaming. Have a great time, everyone. It's what you get when you go see Radiohead. Do you know what? Um, like, if I was uh, if I was in the right frame of mind, I would have been having a little boogie yeah. to the gloaming. This is the shit. Absolutely, absolutely. I've seen the gloaming so many times. Like I said, I think I've, I've seen it more times than I've seen Carver Police. Um, Steve Steve Dore says, "Who is season six? 
Uh, I, well, I, I think strongly. We think suspect... we think actually the are the, the people who win the the bracket, right? Yeah, I strongly yeah. suspect it'll be the people who win the bracket, which I also strongly suspect is REM. But we'll we'll see because we actually don't know at the point that we're recording. Oh, this. that's a good point. Yeah. In 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 the interest of of not being knobbish though, and and say the season after that. Oh yeah, what do you want to do? Well, that's no what, he's, what he's really getting at is he's saying who would you do after the bracket is ultimately what that question. Well, means. that's in six years' time. Mm. Have, we've not even talked about it, have we? We've not talked about anything post bracket. Yeah, no, it's, it's because all about the bracket. It's because the podcast. It's because we know it's going to be REM, and and uh, and I'm going to end the podcast. Yeah. That's it. Are yeah. the, are the bands? Me and Lucas will continue. Are, it. are the imagine? Are the bands <laughs> that are on the bracket that don't win? Are they ultimately still oh, in contention? Oh my god! No surprises. No, Sorry. Not. Or have they basically? You've had your shot. You've had your shot. Get out. Fifteen of here. other bands. Get out of here, buddy. You're now out. Because your money's so good. Here. If if we in a few say we say for season eight we do the bracket again, God, right? Bracket 64. two, electric boogaloo. You can't yeah, put the same ones back in. It's got to be different. Would bands, we? Right? Well, not even all of them, but would we reuse any? Nah. Or would we go? You're not like, no repeat usage in the. No, bracket. no repeat usage. No, no. They've had well, their that's chance. good because I can I can correct the mistake I made this time round then. Right. Pick an arcade fire. You, you pick? Did you make four mistakes? Well, five mistakes in your in your case. <laughs> No, just the one. Oh, okay, okay. Well, who who would you put in then? Who would you? Well, I I I immediately regretted putting in my Chromance, didn't I? And I, I I wish I'd stuck with my original gut, which was to put in Blink One Eight Two. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I think it doesn't yeah. matter because I think neither would ever get picked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and both in, would have in, a similar. In, in a world where me. everyone has an equal chance, I think, especially now they've gotten back together, so there's another chapter. Right. Yeah. That would have been a better a better season. IMO. Uh, Johnny looks really sad playing the Glockenspiel there. <laughs> it's because they're playing No Surprises, which is a sad song, but it makes it me is feel stuff. No, it's not a sad song. It's a nice song. It's deeply, it's so depressing. Nah, it it's, makes me feel nice. It offends really? me. Really? Yeah, but you're an incredibly dark person, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, famously, I'm very... <laughs> incredibly dark. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, they sound... Sounds so good. That, that acoustic is the one that he still uses. That's a lovely acoustic. Oh my god, that's a Telecaster, isn't it? It is a Telecaster. It's an acoustic Telecaster. You a big acoustic Telecaster. You they make donkey. They make they make hollow Telecasters, don't they? To be fair, <laughs> fucking donkey. Steve. Look at him. <laughs> look at him still in the background. Oh, it look. does look really. He does do. look sad. He looks like the um, the Keanu eating sandwich meat. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Oh, bless him. Bless his cotton or, socks. Uh, Ben. I reckon he wears rubber socks. Yeah, why? Don't know. Just it retains his essence. I grip. Think, well, just in case there's a yeah, lightning grip. storm. Um, case is a lightning storm. Who would play you in the movie of your life, and what would your biopic be called? Keanu Jim Reeves. Jim, <laughs> Jim Carrey yeah, would be because, because you look remarkably similar. Yeah, Jim Carrey's a good shout. My wife honest. is constantly comparing me to Jim Carrey. Um, Jim Carrey, and I'd call it, uh, oh, I don't have any, oh, the thing is I've got absolutely no, you know, uh, imagination yeah. or sort of anything like that. So I think it would be called the Lucas Way biopic. No, but there's some kind of Statement fun. of fact. It would be, Statement it'd be, of it'd be, fact. It would be called like, um, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Prick. <laughs> <laughs> it would be called like, um, uh, uh, The Way There. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? that's good, yeah, yeah. It'd be like nice. a pun on your name. Yeah, true. Uh, Steve, I already like so. Um, Bob Fosse 
wrote, directed, and starred in the Bob Fosse biopic. Okay, right. he made his own biopic about himself in which yeah. he played himself, and it was right. called All That Jazz. And I was okay. thinking you could do the same thing, but call it All That Jizz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in um, you know, you know the Star Wars. And yeah, I know the Star Wars. Yeah, that's called jizz. That's yeah, called yeah. jizz in that universe. Yeah. Yeah. We've covered so it on this is... podcast before. Can we, is that music? Can we, not, no, can we not cop out, though? Who would play Steve? And Who would play me? What, Seth what Rogen. No, Seth Rogen's me, right? Or, or <laughs> Paul Giamatti is probably me. Paul Giamatti's uh, quite a good shout for you, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's the eyes. And what would it be called, Adam? Uh, oh, I don't know. Reflections in a glass pool. Oh, oh stop it. You've already thought of that, I haven't. Though. I did not. I did not. I promise I didn't. I remember you uh, saying before, like, you were like, I could oh, got some call... football chants. Oh, yeah, what's that? Uh, South America love a chant, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. I remember you saying once, Adam, you were like, I could call my artist name Adam in the glass pool, but I won't because mm-hmm. I'm not a cunt. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a twat. So, uh, yeah. I think Steve, Steve can be played by, I don't know, like... Who's the most, like, like normal... Like a young Ewan McGregor? Like in oh, the sort of like Clone no, Wars, maybe stop time. It. Stop it, Lucas! You're making me blush. He's flirting with you, Steve. But, but the but the biography. <laughs> Have you seen the biography his is, dick? The biography is called though. What a massive cunt! So I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a hell of a name for a biopic. Hi, <laughs> Steve Murphy. What is Johnny Greenwood up to here? He's he holding is... the guitar the wrong way round. He's playing it with a bow. Oh my god, that's a telecaster I think he's playing. Stop it, I think oh, this is the it's weird. This is the closing cre- it's the closing credits to Westworld season four. <laughs> oh my it's god. St- no I believe it's a star caster, Steve. So you are you're sort of close. Yeah, he's playing caster. the bow and then of course it, this is Pyramid Song. Um Ethereal. The ethereal sounds and again, blue. I do think of blue when I think of this song. The band. S- yeah. Steve's would be an autobiography and it'd be called It's It'd be it'd be him shrugging on the mm. front, and yeah. it'd be called and it'd be called all about Murph me. <laughs> <laughs> it would. That's just bad enough that it, that's exactly and what he's shrugging, do. just doing a shrug. <laughs> it's just called like, <laughs> what's that about? And it's kind of one of those like it's kind of one of those <laughs> like drama. And it's and it's like a dramedy. It's like one of those like like a Steve Carell like. Dramedy sort like of films, uh, the way back or Dan in real life. Dan in or, real life yeah, is the film yeah, I thought yeah. of. Yeah, it's one of I them. Think, I believe I have Dan in real life on DVD. Is where that the front the cover of just is him, is him with his head in a cake, pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Pancakes. I remember watching that, expecting a Steve Carell comedy. What's the one where <laughs> someone's face looks like a terracotta? Is that a Nicolas Cage movie? Terracotta pot with a plant coming out of it. I'm gonna Google it. Uh, adaptation. Yeah. Oh shit! Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. That's that's why I was thinking autism. Of that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> By Adam Scott Glasspool. Look at Johnny though. What a magnificent man. I'll tell another person who could play Adam. He won't like it though. Well, that Adam could play, or that could play Adam. They could play Adam. Okay. I think they're similar ages as well. Tom York, Taylor no, Swift, Josh, Josh, Josh Gad. Josh, I don't know who that is. Do I? I don't know who Josh Gad uh, is. He's uh, you'd, you'd recognise him. He's one of those guys. Andy from the office. He's one of those brother. guys. Sorry, no. I'm thinking of the wrong. I'm thinking of the wrong one. <laughs> I'm thinking of the wrong person. Move on. You're Josh, Josh Grobin. Yeah, I know. Is Josh, Andy, I know in the, I Andy in the office's brother. Just quiet. The um, singer, Josh the, Grobin. These guys are out of tune with each other. The vocal. That's that's the Tom York experience, my friend. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> he gets it right, and sometimes he doesn't. 
Adam, what uh, time signature are these drums in? Four four. Okay. <laughs> so I, I looked it up in I looked it up in the in the book, and it is just four four. <laughs> it is. You posted it, I think, and you were like you, sneak peek. A little sneak peek. Yeah. You. It's, it's pretty easy to count, actually. It's just uh, they'd have one, that. Yeah, that hypnotic one, sort of two, offbeat three, thing four, one, going two, on. Excellent. It's just it surprises me that like. One. Yes, it is. It surprises me how simple this song is, right? That they can recreate it live like this. And it is like all purely live, like... Because it feels like a complex song, but it's kind of not, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Is this our first from Amnesiac tonight? I forget this is on Amnesiac. That's the thing. Yeah, it's got some of their best songs, but it's overall maybe not their best work, you know. Yeah. What have we had? We've had one, two, three, four from In Rainbows so far. Yeah. One, two, three from OK Computer. Um, two from Kid A and one from Hail to the Thief. Oh, two from Hail to the Thief because we had there there. It's a good mix, actually. It's a good mix, isn't it? Great hits. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if we get something. Do you think we get something from every album, guys? No, are we really going to get anything from Pablo, honey? Yeah, I mean that's a good shout. <laughs> yeah. I forget Pablo, honey exists. You know, they might play you. <laughs> they might play. They might play me. The, the, they, they might, might play Ripcord. They might play you. They might play me. They might play Lucas. I'd like Ripcord. Ripcord. Is what if they play? Back. Anyone can play guitar. They might play Around, Blowout on, on this tour. On this tour, they did play Blowout. Yeah, they played it in Japan. Oh, really? I think. Yeah, they did. They might play um, Pop is Dead, the greatest song of Lucas all time. Lucas has rushed to the set list, I reckon. I reckon that's what the change in lighting in, in his room You was. mean the track list? What did I say? Oh, of Pablo's set list. I didn't look at the set list of this gig. I looked at the track list of Pablo. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay, so that you could drag out Ripcord. I, I did think, oh, that's weird. That's a weird ball for Lucas. Yeah, the only one I'd remember would be Creep, off the top of my head. By the way, Adam, I've sent you a little picture. I sent you a link to a picture of Josh Gad, just in case you were. You know, oh, I looked it up. Yeah. Oh, he's fine. um, yeah. he's uh, Olaf just, uh, from um, yeah, yeah. He's he's Frozen, a fat right? guy. Great, brilliant. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> great. Cheers. Yeah, lovely. Um, Got any more I, I was questions? actually more referring. To, I was more referring to the neck beard, to be honest. The it's neck not a neck beard. That is not a neck beard. That's a beard. No, but Adam in the past had a neck beard. No, Adam's had a great beard for a while. No, I've always had a pretty. Solid it's just now greyer. Yeah, look at this. It's grey. It's grey here. Bit of uh, a bit of something from the Benz, which we haven't had yet. Uh, Stop it. Street spirit. Parenthesis. Fade out. Cheese puff at cheese puff on Twitter. Oh yeah. uh, Has said. So you're currently in the process of discovering the answer to the question: What is music? Yes. And also, who is music? Yeah. Of course, that was the name of our bracket. Of course. What about when is music? Where is music? And why is music? When the nineties. What was the next question? When is definitely the 90s. When is yeah, the this, 90s? For this, for this podcast, yeah. it's definitely the 90s. Where? Here. This is your Britain. destination for all music. Yeah, yeah. Written. It's here on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Why is music you... is an interesting spin-off we should maybe do. Now, now the, 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 the where, actually, <laughs> if you could only listen to music that has come from artists from one country in the world for the rest of your life, what would that country be? Oh, Lucas has come up with his own slightly more interesting question. Sorry, at Cheese Puff. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, at Cheese Puff. Uh, it would be Britain, right? Yeah, It'd same. Be Britain, yeah, yeah. Beatles. Oh, interesting. Now, that's surprising that Steve would pick Britain, to be honest. Why? Because you think in Midwest love... America. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just think that actually we've got some stuff going on. And I yeah, think you love and he's Amer- not you afraid love, to you, take a stance like that. You love that. America. Steve you love songs we've got that, stuff you know, <laughs> sitting in a Cadillac, driving down, wearing your flannel. No, we've no. got some stuff going on and I might vote Tory. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. This is a very synth-heavy version of... It was Synthwave, isn't it? This yeah, it is Synthwave. It's got synth. It's the Synthwave yeah, yeah. version of yeah, yeah. The Street Spirit. Will, this is the question, though. Will we see Johnny play the keyboard with the head of his guitar? Oh. Is this the one where they just... Oh, no. There was one There's one that you said they just don't show Phil. They, they always... <laughs> oh, they're, they're, I can't remember if we're doing it, but there is, there is, there is a Radiohead yeah. gig you can watch. <laughs> they refuse to show Phil. Because they got confused? Or is it I think they got too confused because they do, show, they do show Clive, yeah. 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 <laughs> Voldemort. Oh. It's Voldemort in the back. There's, oh a, there's God, a scene. Voldemort. There's a scene where he's on the train station. He's wearing a black, a black shirt and a black tie and a black suit, like sure. Voldemort. Yeah. And he's just doing a little head thing. Yeah, That's exactly how he's dressed. Of course, it's not in the books. A shot of a guy on the train station. <laughs> Do you guys have you guys heard Phil's new uh, new track? No, yeah. I don't know if we're allowed to. That's a Telecaster, by the way. Yeah, of course. That is a Telecaster that Ed's um, playing. Thank you. Um, Lucas, I think you'd really like it. It's are very we allowed orchestral. To? Yeah, sure, I don't care. <laughs> well, I'll listen to it when I'm allowed to. It's uh it's it's very orchestral and um really pretty. It's really, really nice actually. Hey, I cannot listen to any we now have additional stuff we have to listen to for this podcast for sure. the other stuff we're doing. I don't ha- I can't listen to anything else now. Right, okay. This is you're I'm currently in- balls deep in my Lucas Bait playlist. Okay, Johnny is doing the keyboard thing in right now. Johnny is doing the keyboard thing. Will we have a shot that actually shows him doing it? Johnny's not in that shot. No, Come yeah. on, guys. That's it's Ed. Telecaster. That's Ed playing his Telecaster. Yeah. Come on. Oh, Look, you can kind of see him doing Wide shot. Wide shot. And he's yeah, kind yeah, of sort wide. of moving. Yeah, it's a wide. I'd really love some it's more Tom. detail Tom, on Johnny, yeah, though. We, that's Tom. Yeah, that's Tom's Tom singing. That's fine. There's the three of them. There's Ed. Voldemort. Yeah, we're back to Again, Ed. Back to Ed. Back to the telly. The yeah. song is, song's coming to an end. That's Johnny, but they've not got the Telecaster. They've not got the keyboard in shot. He's doing That is an ES335. Phil, it's Voldemort. Come on. For no, no, you can see him moving it on the keyboard. It's kind of... Come on, show it better. Like, it's clear that he's doing yeah. something. You idiots. <laughs> oh, back to the Telecaster. It's a nice <laughs> Telecaster. But I'm just, it's not the most interesting thing happening on stage right you now. You can see he's doing it. You we'll never assholes. see it. I'm, I'm convinced that we will absolutely never see it. And is this the end of the song? Yeah. Uh, the final chords. Lovely stuff. They might cut to it now. <laughs> just as he gets zooming up, in a bit, just as he moves away from it, um, mm. he's like, "Please look at me, no, <laughs> please." Oh, what a legend, though! Oh, complete uh, blackout. Complete. Uh, sorry, blackout. just to go back to the previous question. Please, well. on, honestly, Lucas, please do. When we said when is music, and we all just said the nineties. Yeah. The same question about what country, ref- uh, but with a decade. Mm. We could only mm. listen to music. A single decade. It's got to be the same. Well, hang on, hang I was on. He's going to say this. No, we've, I think we've done this, and I'm going to say it's from a zero to a zero. You right. can't say from 1957 yeah. to 1967. Because, because my answer, I have thought about this a lot, is 1976 to 1986. Um, yeah, you've done. And um, it was a good, your explanation was very solid. 70s, then, I reckon. Yeah, that's a good shout. I think the 70s get a bad rap. I but disagree. Actually, no, no, but like. If you think if if you just sort of stereotypically say the seventies, oh, everyone goes disco. disco. Right? Yeah, yeah, but actually, it's got like probably some of the most influential rock music in England, England that we've uh, that we've had. Right? Am I wrong? 
Probably. It's. I mean, but also I'm like, probably wrong. Yeah, I mean, you're almost certainly wrong. But you, okay. you get the, I, you know, you get you get the the punk and the new wave stuff in the seventies like emerging as well, which is cool. Oh, the thing is, that's not really my. But jam, also, you is get it? prog, you get you get the Floyd, you get you get Bowie, yeah, like you made, get one Beatles album, you get Let It Be from nineteen seventy, yeah. Hey, what I didn't realize album, about the Beatles you know? is that, like in the eighties, they were regarded as like the old guys. Like, who who gives a shit about the Beatles? This is you new didn't to, this even is though I've said me. it about five times on this podcast. Oh, it's because you told me. <laughs> <laughs> I pick the twenty um, twenties. Yeah. Okay. Name because me one new finally, artist from twenty twenties. You would finally have time to like dig in. <laughs> like the only the only way you would listen to new music is if it was the only music available to you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> who knows what's to come for the next eight years? Yeah, certainly no Radiohead albums. Um, what hey. if Radiohead drop in Rainbows Two, Electric Boogaloo? Well, that's what we're doing next week in Rainbows Disc Two, Electric Boogaloo. Okay, what if they're doing Rainbows Three, Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they will. Uh, this is one of your favourites from In Rainbows, right? It's a good song, banger, I reckon. Jigsaw falling into place with added acoustic now. Um, different to the 2006 tour, although I don't think we saw it on the 2006 tour. I mean, Ed is replacing the strings here, so the idea that Ed doesn't do anything is it's bullshit. ludicrous. Yeah, absolutely. He's my favourite. He's my favourite member. Look at Phil really having a difficult time. <laughs> oh, on the ride. Yeah. He's not having a difficult time. He's a uh, great... He seems to have corrected his posture. I've not seen him hunching that, a ooh, single time. That's a good point. Mm. There you go. And this is when the song gets better. Not to imply it wasn't great before. What a vibe. Um, I'd say 70s Britain. Is- oh, you've, you're narrowing yourself down even more. 70s Britain? Yes. Wow. So no disco for you? No. Weird. I mean, I'm sure there was disco that came out of Britain in the 70s. ABBA famously from Britain. That- <laughs> I'm sure there was. Pl- I'm sure there was plenty of disco. Should we do an ABBA season? Why have we never thought of an ABBA season? Uh, they're on they my long boring. list. They're on the long list I sent you guys ages ago. Fuck. For sure. I mean, um, most artists in the world were on that list. Sherby Lama has said, Oasis. "When is your season covering Beck coming out?" Twenty twenty-seven. Yep. Okay. Are we committing right now? Yes. Twenty twenty-seven is the Beck season. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Fine. All What's right. It called? Good. Um, uh, get uh, what best. the heck? Let's cover Beck. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. That is good. That's great. Yeah. Uh, there's a podcast that is called Screw It. We're just going to talk about the Beatles, which is yeah, a good, yeah. it's it's good. good title. Yeah. Um, here's a difficult one. Yes, person has asked, what would your desert island discs be? I thought, radio- I, thought, I thought we weren't going to do this one. Well, this is the thing. The radio show has eight tracks, but if that's too many, perhaps four each. We simply don't have the time. We should do, on a bonus episode over yep. on the Patreon, we should do a Desert Island Discs episode. There you go. Yeah, what, right? songs, not albums? Yeah, that's Was it like songs Desert Island Discs. Yeah, yeah. You've never heard Desert Island Discs? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I've listened to it before. It's I eight, just forgot. It's forgot the format. Uh, a book and a luxury item. Uh, I can tell you the luxury item right now. Go on. Yeah, go on. Satellite phone. Yeah, yeah. That's a good luxury. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got a boat. Yeah. So um, much bleeps. No, boots. I wouldn't pick a boat because I don't think I'd better sail it. Why? Because I, I don't know how to sail. Don't you know how to sail? 
Don't you nah. even know how to stupid? sail? Know, oh, Lucas, are you really thick? Everyone's yeah, it's in T H I C C. I looked up at the screen, and just both of you guys were just doing the yeah. same head movement. We're just like it's funky bobbing. owls, idiotech. Funky owls, yeah. you are funky owls. And again, the lights, very cool. I took, a, I took an owl for a walk the other day. Uh, you, I mean, up. you need to. That, that sounds made up, to be honest. You probably need to go. I went, I went, I went away with with the wife. Did you find a, a cracking owl sanctuary? I found a cracking owl sanctuary, Longstanton Spice Museum. <laughs> yeah. um, They've got owls and now. I, and I, uh, Adam's just walking away. No, no, from the I need story. to. No, it doesn't matter. Wildly uninterested Shush. in the story, so Adam, Adam doesn't give get me it. the owl walk what? story. But you do want the owl. Yes, I thought you were saying shush because I was telling you it. No, I'm saying stop right. talking about Adam. Went away, about the went owls. away with Hannah for a for a little long weekend in the forest and stayed in like a lodge. Lovely. In a in a in a what? Did you have a hot tub? We had a hot tub. Lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. Lovely. On a on a decking in the woods, it was delightful. Stop. Um, and and yeah, and that was lovely. And on one of the nights, we went for a night walk where a bloke who like is a professional good man. I'm glad he's a professional man. Yeah, and we went for like a, a night walk where we like went out pitch black, quite scary. Well, yeah, I was going to say, scary. like, if he wasn't a professional and he went out to the woods and found a man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm back, sorry. <laughs> and we went out for like a night walk yeah. and we're like looking for like animals and shit. Sure. Like, we saw some like night, night dwellers. Looking for some shit and, and, he animals. Just, and he just And he just, and he just had an owl with him. We're like, and we're like what's, this? what's he about? He's like, oh, he's my owl. Sure. He's my pet owl. And, we was like, and he was like, he's coming with us. And he just and spent most of the walk on my arm. That's... So I just took, him for a, just took him for a lovely walk. He was the great guy. That's great. Have you got lovely, lovely photos guy. and videos? Have you seen the video of the guy taking his ostrich for a walk? No. And th- th- someone pulls over in a car and goes, why are you taking your ostrich for a walk? And the guy turns around and goes, it's a fucking emu, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Juarez. He's an arsehole. Uh, anyway, that's one of my favourite uh, videos <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Lucas, that sounds amazing. It was lovely. He weighed nothing as well. Owls weigh nothing. Oh, I thought guys. you meant the man. No. What is this We got to a point in the middle of the woods and he said, everyone turn your torches off. And then I got a bit scared. And, uh, <laughs> and now I'm just going to touch you on the knee. <laughs> Why? Why are you going to touch torches off? Now I'm going to touch you on the. It's knee. well ravey. Look at Tom. Look at Tom having a bit of a rave. Lucas, how do you feel Ooh. about Adam saying rave? Mm. I mean, this is though, isn't it? Do you know oh, I don't know because I don't know what a rave is. I don't know what a rave the is. Going like off. This. this is amazing. Look at that. This is so cool. Boo. Boo. Off we go. Yeah, lovely stuff. What is a rave? Um, well, typically it's like, typically they were kind of illegal when they, like, you, know, you get illegal raves, but they're, they're, they're very, they're very extended programs of typically electronic music, drum and bass, jungle, that sort of stuff. Uh, to have a big old dance, have a big old sweaty dance, you know? So what is the difference between that and, uh, and uh, an, an electronic night at a club? I'll tell you what, tune into a previous episode where we talked about it. Did we yeah, do this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I think um, the short answer is drugs. Yes. No, I think I, I, I think it's also the time, though. Like, some of them are, like, 12 hours long, which is different yeah. to an electronic night at a club. Um, and 
also they are specific events rather than just being like oh we're going to this club tonight and they happen to be playing electronic music yeah, they are like yeah. organized but then that sounds like a gig exactly yeah sure what's is that not distinct enough for you? Are you struggling with well, that? Well, because then what's the difference between Dead Mouse doing a set and Dead Mouse doing a rave? Well, he, Dead Mouse wouldn't do a rave. Dead Mouse would be at a rave. Yeah, It'd be like yeah. a festival event that goes through the night um, at a specific hangar. Oh, it's the, there's, the, there's the SG. There's the SG. Oh, it's a Telecaster. No, there was a Telecaster <laughs> on the screen as well, yes. Bear, 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 for body snatchers. Yeah. SG, one of, one of, if you'd asked me to describe no, sorry, the you, sort of you, guitar you'd use to play a Radiohead song, SG mm. would be so far down that list. Is it, it SG it's the, slightly um, too the metal for them, isn't it? Yeah, song, SG, uh, it'd be like a, a, fl- a flying V would, wouldn't be on there, an Explorer, <laughs> no, it is. any kind of like BC Rich. Yeah. The interesting thing about the flying V is, of course, the Mannix used the flying V. And you're yeah, like, which okay. also doesn't fit. No, it does though. You can, you can see them like using a flying V on like, Generation terrorists for like the Guns yeah. N' Roses stuff, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. on Lifeblood that he yeah. uses it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is the uh, the ACDC guitar. Also, it's like a little bit lame, and they're a bit of a dad band, so it's also kind of got that yeah. for it, which is good. Yeah, it's nice. Our radio had a dad band, do you reckon? Uh, no, uh, they, a bit. They trans they transcend labels. No, they are a bit mm. though, aren't they? Because I'm a dad. Yeah, there's loads of Gen Zers who are into like uh, Radiohead. Like, no surprises. Well, what's and my exit son- music for a film are having huge trending surges on TikTok right yeah? now. Oh, you're, yeah. You're, oh, good for us then. Yeah. To, yeah, answer your, yeah. to answer your question, Steve, your son is Generation Alpha. Oh, really? Oh, well, I'm Generation yeah. Sigma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really in my Sigma grind set at the moment. I don't really? know if you guys have noticed. <laughs> I, I've not yeah, noticed I really it. Have. But like, yeah, I'm really in but my like, Sigma grind set. I appreciate what set. you're doing. That's good. <laughs> the um, it's interesting though that when when we say dad band, I think a lot like dad rock. I think mm, 70s. we instinctively would go to ACDC yeah. or, or 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 um Guns and Roses. Yeah. Guns and Roses. That's granddad. That's granddad yeah, rock yeah, now. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Dad Rock is all the bands we're into. Dad Rock uh, is Blink-182. Yeah, yeah. Blink-182. Green Day yeah, yeah. are Dad Rock. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, they always were, though, right? Because they I'm were just... going to a Dad Rock gig. I'm going to two Dad Rock gigs next were year. Were they not always kind of Dad Rock because they're aping the style of the generation before anyway? Because they are punk, right? That's interesting. It's too deep for me. Okay, too deep. We got too deep. It's too many layers. <laughs> we're in Act 3 of Inception. It's too much. <laughs> I love I'm going Tom to two, York. I don't know if you two guys dad know rock bands next year. Me. I'm going to see Blink when it too, and I'm going to see Muse. Dad rock. Yeah, lovely. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, Robert Carwardine says each of you has died in a horrible car accident. I know. Oh, which sucked. which I, didn't, the, I didn't know. Which of the bands covered would you like to perform just one song at your funeral, and what song would it be? So it's got to be from the four artists we've covered. Pick the funeral song for them to perform. Obviously, Luke is going to go. Billy Eilish, the, not right. Billy Eilish, not my responsibility. No, no, no interesting. I, I think, I think, because it's the end of your life, we should close it with "Man with a Harmonica and Knights." <laughs> <laughs> um, haven't I literally said about a song saying I want it played at my funeral? Yeah, the void, right? I think. Well, that's, well, no, that's the one I want it to play during my death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wasn't it Blackout? Yes. So you would like yeah. Muse to come in and do... You'd, you'd want the orchestra, though, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, they've got to play oh, yeah. for orchestra. Okay. That's mandatory. Okay. Full orchestra. Yeah, mandatory. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Steve? I think you, it'd be, um, and for the fans, because I'm, I'm a good egg, for the fans, good egg. it's a ticketed event. 
Lovely. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I assume you're receiving a state funeral. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a tic- it's a ticket event because everyone, everyone, because people would pay to see Muse with an orchestra. That's a very, you know, it's a, a sort of something yeah, that fans really absolutely. want. And you're going to get to perform t- one song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people still pay. They'll still pay. Okay. They'll still pay. Uh, and obviously all proceeds go to charity. The charity being my late wife. Yeah, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My wife. You should just, just so it's very, like, neat on the... Uh, on the invitations or like the order of service for the funeral, say all money goes to charity. Get Hannah to change her name to charity. Yes, <laughs> very good. It's good. Steve, what what are you picking from the artists? Uh, you know, what, how, one song. One song. Uh, how to disappear completely by Radiohead. Lovely. I'm good. I'm I'm picking Pyramid Song. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, Ed is speaking Spanish. So what else would be quite nice though? Join Ed the is speaking Spanish. You shut your mouth. <laughs> He's reading it. It's in sueño, Ed. Lovely. Stop it. Good um, Ed. So th- I think this is the tour where he became truly like a meme, ob- obsessed and immersed with South American culture to the yeah. point where, in a couple of years, he he moves there for 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 a period of time. He moves to a village that didn't have internet. He had to go to the next town over, which was like an hour's walk to access his emails once every couple of weeks. Do you have a family? And he moved- yeah, he moved his whole family there. His his kids grew up for six months of their life in a small South American village, which is peak Ed. I think we could all agree. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that is excellent. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and another good one would be I Live to Fall Asleep by Mannix. That would also be good. Yeah. yeah that's true. There is a question about that. Also, life becoming a landslide. <laughs> With yeah? me doing the commentary, yeah, 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 yeah. It has yeah. to be. Yeah, and Steve wanking his tits or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Matt Westlake, loving the Radiohead series. Could you do an episode at some point on interesting B sides and reissue tracks? Appreciate it would be too much to do every single one, but there are some interesting songs that you've not covered. With contemporary albums, yeah, we're going to do a no, B sides. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, we're going to do a no. B sides episode like well, we, we do every know. season, Lucas. We're going to do it every every season. Every season we do it. I think I think a listener actually we didn't do it for Billy. I think a listener responded to you underneath that. She doesn't have uh, B sides. That's the thing. She's too. I new. think I responded to one of these questions before I realised. Really oh my god! Up- it's Steve's funeral. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a good time? Uh, look at how they're using the lights. I think before I realised what Adam was doing, that the questions were to be answered when recording. <laughs> I, 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 I answered one or two. Yeah, you did. I saw that. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve, look, look, how they're, look how they're using the screen to look as though the lights on the LEDs are like fading, like yeah. they're drifting across the thing. And that's, that's just cool. That's just the... The LEDs in the down. screen behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it's, cool. It's oh, a, look. a great little bit of... Uh, look at yeah, and then it all starts, like, lifting as, as, as the song starts. Lucas is on his phone. I'm about to send you something, that's why. I'm looking for... <laughs> I'm actually looking for you. By Radiohead. <laughs> I, I never know which account is your personal and your... your Sexy Babe 73. Godzilla is my... Uh, just Wait, Godzilla. what is this now? I am um, Godzilla at gmail.com. <laughs> God, just Godzilla at Godzilla dot, dot Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. Dot you've God. Been... Is, there a, is there a dot God? All 100%. you've done is sent me, you've sent me a picture of Tom Cruise wearing braces. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you sent me? <laughs> okay. Thanks, mate. I've never done that <laughs> laugh in my life, by the way. 
Snaily Ham has asked this question. Uh, is there a dot card extension? You have to pick an artist to write lyrics and perform a TV show theme tune. Which theme tune are you doing and which artist? Theirs is Chumba Wumba doing Doctor Who. Okay, that's good. Um, Which I'm you... assuming is because Doctor Who dies and then gets up again, yeah. right? I'm assuming that's what it is. I'm going with um, Muse Funhouse. <laughs> Synthwave. That's great. Re- radio, radio but then they have to version. write a new song. So, but Steve, but Steve, Muse have never done Synthwave because you kept calling it Vaporwave, much to my annoyance. Now I've changed it because I didn't want to disappoint. Uh, you. I'm sorry. I have no idea who I would pick. Oh. I think the Manics doing Lucas improvise like, quick. I think the Manics doing something like Starsky and Hutch would be excellent. <laughs> like good. something like really seventies. Yeah, that's like, good. I mean because yeah. they did. Well, it's because they did Mash. You're thinking of the Mash thing. That's the why. Monster maybe Mash. Have, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they did the Monster Mash. <laughs> they did the Mash. <laughs> oh, Muse! Muse doing some kind of like Adam's Family like a graveyard uh, re- smash, or... yeah, something like that. Muse yeah. probably do something like that. They've done the Halloween song and they did that other Halloween song. Uh, I'd pick, um, I'd pick like a, I, I tell you who I'd pick. I'd pick like, I'd pick like a composer or someone, and I'd have them do a theme tune to like a TV show. It's got to be, it's got to be one that we've chosen, isn't it? The oh, no, ultimate Lucas no, is like anybody. Hans Zimmer doing that. Lost. But there's no, no I'd, theme I'd pick song. G- I'd, I'd pick Michael Giacchino and I'd have him do Lost, I reckon. Yeah. What's the Lost yeah. theme song? And also, and also, Steve, Steve, I don't know if you got that. Steve, I don't know if you got that, but Michael Giacchino did all the music for Lost. Yeah, that's how we got the Mission Impossible. I didn't even notice there was any Lost music throughout the whole show. There's no music. Um, if it's got to be an artist we've done, it doesn't. Uh, I, I just assumed that from the question. But it... ah, any artist in the world, in the world, in the world. There's a question about that as well. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know many artists. This is my problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I pick uh, uh, Skrillex or someone like that, and I'd have them do songs of praise. <laughs> It's a good answer. That Just is a good to really answer. scare the shit out of the... Steve's gone. When did Steve go? Steve's gone. Steve's gone, bless him. Um, this is an excellent rendition of How to Disappear Completely. This is like one of my... I think this is the only... It's one of the only songs on my Radiohead Top 10 that I've never seen live. I've just never been at a gig where they've played it. Did let's bring it up? Did they play There's it? There's no way they played it at Reading 2009. There's no way. There's no possible way. Why? Well, they're pl- clearly playing it on this tour. Yeah, but this is, uh, you know, like this is a great sit set, mate. The, their Reading set Ad- is a bit weird. It's why we weren't Ad- originally going to cover it. Adam, mate. Yeah, Adam. There's no way. Adam. There's, I've already got the Reading set list up. So Adam, track number seven on the set list. There's no way they did it at number seven. Is two plus two equals five, they didn't Yeah, play. I was going to say, yeah. No, there's no way they played How to Spin Completely at Reading. Hi, Steve. Hello. 
You miss me making really good jokes, Steve, but you can wait until you listen to the episode to, to hear it. Ben Tell me Collins. Again. <laughs> ben Collins has asked, is there an artist? Now, is, it, is that the, the, the Ben Collins? I don't know who that is. What, what do you mean? There's, ben Collins is a famous person, but I don't know who they are. I just know whenever I, when I first saw his name pop up on Twitter, I was like, is that the Ben Collins? I've never heard of a Ben Collins. He's a Formula One driver and he played the stick. Right. So not that famous then. Well, he's the stick in the world. <laughs> <laughs> is there an artist that each of you would personally love to cover, but that would drive at least one of the other two insane? I think I, I think would Adam's, genuinely... Adam's probably got loads. I think I would yeah. genuinely like to cover Brand New. I think it will never happen. Um, I have... Already... I don't think that would drive us insane, though, Steve. That's not a good answer to the question. I guess it wouldn't drive you insane. I think it could insane. drive Adam insane. No, I don't think it would. I like Brand New. Would you not... I've already done you research like on, yeah. a, on a series for it. Um, sure, because you're, you're weird. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, this yeah. outro to How to dis- Disappear is lovely. Um, I mean, I put I, I put one of them in my bracket, My Chemical Romance, and I think Adam would would lose his mind. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think I would. I don't think I would though. Like, I think Blink One Eight Two would be yours. That would I would I would. Drive, you'd you'd, you'd like that less than My Chemical Romance. I think. Yeah, I think Adam would find enough yeah. stuff to talk about. Oh, guys, it's video. I, it's video I, I would oh. I would like a Blink One Eight Two season less than being skinned alive. Would I have I anything reckon. to say on an episode about you being skinned alive, though? That's the. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, my it's, it's mainly covered, say. isn't it? We've covered it. Blink One Eight Two. It's like oh, it's another pop punk album, guys. We covered it in Mixomatosis. We covered <laughs> being skinned alive and being uh, tongue tied. Adam, what are your thirty that you'd love to do that I would rather well, jump off a bridge the, than the do? big one is is Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Yeah, that would absolutely drive you insane because it's arguably sort of like fifteen albums of the same thing. <laughs> and that thing is not like your kind of thing at all because it's like it's interesting and it's nuanced and it's original which is not <laughs> lucas bait whatsoever um well you guys clearly have no idea what lucas bait is though <laughs> well <laughs> is this after or before we don't know i've no idea what would drive you mad i think i'm so middle do you know what i mean um, lit, I think. Even though, even though it would be short, it but would I don't be so to... insanely boring. I think the even for me though, Adam that's insane. the thing. Like I would go, oh, I really like it when I when I liked this song back when I was a kid, and you go, okay, and then that would be that for every song. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think anything. I think anything. Adam would hate anything that is like quote unquote vapid. You know, just like purely entertainment, no depth. No, not not true at all. No, you reckon? Yeah, I listen to so much pop music. Yeah, but no, but, yeah, but I think, but I think the sort of pop music you probably listen to is probably the pop music that is slightly better, right? Oh, Not bottom of the barrel pop music, you know. Oh, what? Don't know. <laughs> Billy, Billy Eilish. Don't know. Taylor Swift, who recently <laughs> held all ten positions in the top ten that's of Billboard mad, top right? ten. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Like, did Ed Sheeran do that before and that's it? Or is that new? She's the first. For, for the US, yeah. she's the first. Oh, shit. Uh, I'd tell you who Adam... I said the example I could give of who Adam would just... Who would, who would despise because of the vapidness would be someone like Panic at the Disco. I have like you, Panic. Have you seen all of the clips? Have, sorry, Adam, have you heard anything beyond their first two albums? 
Uh, yeah, I think so. What's that song I like? Nine in the afternoon is is. I think yeah, that's uh, the second album which you would like. It does get more. No, you um, wouldn't like it. You would. I think their later stuff you would rather slit your own eyes. Out have you seen all the than, uh, the footage from them playing recently and everyone's just like stood still in the crowd and no one? Yeah, because could... I think people are going there being like, oh, they're gonna play like the songs. Like it's like old emo kids going. Oh, I'm gonna go see Panic at Disco. And I was like, you know, they're still going and they've made more yeah, albums yeah, yeah, that yeah. aren't that than than that, right? Yeah, I'd go to one of their gigs and I'd enjoy it because I've listened to every one of their albums. Have you? Are you a big fan? The only reason fan? I didn't go to the, the only reason I'm not on the current tour, uh, not going to the current tour, is because my friends that I thought would want to go with me didn't want to go. Yeah, I went. To, I was. Up I for saw it. them at the the pyramids um, with an ex girlfriend uh, when they'd released their first ever album. It was great. I got really jealous because my girlfriend at the time really fancied Brendan. <laughs> oh my god. <goodness. laughs> I was like, "Why are you looking at me like that?" Jealous. Oh, what are you gonna do? Is she gonna? Is she gonna just? She's gonna go and shag him. She's gonna Steve. probably shag him. She might shag him. Yeah, the sixteen-year-old girl might shag him. Well, I mean, that is part of the course for those sorts. Of those bands. sorts of bands have been bad for that. That's right. Yeah. Have we got any more questions? Adam's absorbed in the song. I think it's a great version of videotape. It is. It's got the it's uh, so different to the drums. other live version. I reckon every version of videotape is pretty great. I think it's all different as well. Like we saw that one on the live version. Yeah, that, before like, Adam talked about the drums being. Oh, what did you say about the rhythm stuff? It was very interesting. Yeah, mm. but this already sounds different to that. Like, isn't that the name of the studio that uh, that Chris Nolan releases all his films through? Syncopation. Yeah, I'm fed up with that fucking Oppenheimer trailer. Before every fucking movie I see, it's not coming out till fucking July next year. Oh fuck me, me so me Adam, we, you've you've seen it. I saw it the other day, Black Adam. Right, yeah. Jesus Christ, what, it's, it's Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> it's what? not very good. Like, you're thinking of Black Adam. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. That's that's right. such a generous read, Adam. It's not very good. It wasn't very compelling. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a compelling <laughs> film. I'll tell you one I thing I liked my, my review it. of it was just two words, and it was just absolute paste. Yeah, <laughs> paste. There's is one such thing a I liked word. about it, and it's and it's that um, I got to look at uh, James Bond. You know what? He's not very good in it, but you can tell that he is trying, Pierce Brosnan. And like, also, you he's can tell trying that he's to bring like, something. And you can tell that you know, like I want him to spit on me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I could tell I don't that. Know what Android. I haven't it? seen it. I could. You, I could tell that. Paranoid Android Paranoid is a Android good trying. song. Do, 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 do. At any Look point at did he say, you should the... not be black adaming here? don't think so. No? No, I don't think he does. No, he spends a lot of time not on screen because they just he's just a, a CGI goo. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he's the not being invisible. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <Great. laughs> he's just Doctor Strange is the thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's mildly Doctor Strange-esque, isn't it? Yeah, I've seen an argument online about it. Who would win? And I didn't care. It's nice to see these OK Computer songs back in the in the set list. Obviously in 2006, like, we didn't see them play Paranoid Android or, like, No Surprises. They'd, they'd, they'd like, taken those out of the out of the set lists. And there's Ed on the, on the, what is that? The thing that he's the, using. It's the um, look, look the, at him. Look it's at the him junior go. school shaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the one you go to. It's the one you go to when you when they bring out the big box of percussion. 
Oh, I don't know. I'd go for that. You, you, or the, you either the yeah, fish. Yeah, the fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go for the fish. You go straight for the fish. You go for the red, green, and Rit. wood fish. Erect. Yeah, that's good. Um, Simon Kemp has asked something that we're not going to answer here. We're gonna we're gonna save it. Okay. But it's it's if you had a three day what is music festival and we each had one day to curate. Lucas on the Friday, Adam on the Saturday, Steve on the Sunday. What are your lineups? And wow. we will discuss that on a separate episode when we've had time to actually like really think about it and think about scheduling. And we'll do two stages, and we need to set up some good counter programming here. And guys, it's behind a paywall. See who clashes with who. <laughs> if if we're doing if we're doing two stages, then there needs to be different people have a stage at different times. From like, so I've if I've got the main stage all day Friday, someone else needs the B stage all day. Oh, so I've got a counter program against you. And you've got a counter program against Steve, and we'll rotate. And then Steve counter program against Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's or, good. Or, yeah, like or that. we do, or we just do three stages. Oh, we could but do, we, and we and we each get a go on each sizes. tier of stage. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like so that. What do. is music same, festival? I'm just going to do the same the same lineup each of the three days. That You're just an idiot. on different stages. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> Tom G Unit has asked best and worst live concerts you've attended in person and why. Oh, worst is probably the Kerrang tour. I don't remember which, which year, one? but in Southampton Guildhall, I was, the Bullet for My Valentine were playing. And although jokes aside, you couldn't say that all the songs sound the same. But literally, because of the acoustics, I genuinely couldn't tell what songs were playing because it's like. I had a great time with that gig. I had a great time with that gig. I moshed. I. Sure. I. I heard some bits of the song exactly right that's the thing i remember sitting there going i genuinely like i love that band at the time and i was having a bad time but but my girlfriend at the time did say maybe maybe we should have sex and that was a thing did you though no was it what, what no had you not, what? we didn't but that's not the point is it it was uh it's adam's doing a very confused face I think the idea here, Adam, is he. he had, I think he he was excited by the prospect that he might have lost his virginity that night. I didn't, uh, but which makes the story substantially less interesting. Oh, it's so sad. It's sad. I didn't hear "Bullet by Valentine." You told me about the night that you talked about losing your virginity, <laughs> but didn't. <laughs> one day, though. One day. Yeah, you'll get yeah, there. Yeah, one day. Uh, my best. Oh, you didn't see your. So you didn't. <laughs> you didn't say what your best one was, Steve. Oh, I don't Did have you? a best one, do I? You don't have a best no, concert. No, I don't. Move do. on. They're all shit. Yeah. My my <laughs> bet my best would be a dead heat, probably between the Muse, Shepherd's Bush, uh, Empire gig, or Muse, Reading 06, mm. which was phenomenal. Worst. If it's a band I actually like chose to see, not like I was at a festival and I got I think festival to counts. See. Both of my answers are festivals. Yeah, no, no, are I'm they? taking festival, but I'm picking a band I wanted to see at a festival, not like right, I saw right, them right, because right. they were on before someone I liked, because that that's 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 lazy, right? Yeah, mine's brand new at the Ali Pali, by the way. Um Block Party at Reading O eight yeah? was like a wild disappointment because oh. I'd seen them at Reading O seven and they were fucking amazing. And then so the next year, I've talked about this on the podcast, I chose to not see Justice, Justice, I chose to not see them because I was like, Block Party was so good last year, 
I know they'll be incredible. I'm going to go see them instead. Yeah. And then they were A, bad, and B, the sound was, it was a really windy year and it was out there on the main stage. So the wind, like, you just barely got anything. Combined with the fact that I knew I was missing justice on like the dance tent. Yeah, that. Adam? Sorry, Steve and I have both scrunched Just up our little, faces and are head bobbing little, to Paranoid Android. Yeah, the telecaster is going nuts on this one. This is, is, that is a telecaster. I know, yeah. yeah, I know. Do you know? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if you do know. Um, both of mine are Glastonbury sets. Both artists I was incredibly excited to see. Worst, um, Rodriguez. Uh, oh, yeah? Was not not good. Not not good at all. Came out and seemed to be uh, drunk or just unable to do it. And I suppose that we were like, we were very excited to see him because of the documentary, Searching for Sugar Man. Um, but we'd kind of forgotten that all of the footage in Searching for Sugar Man, it was like 10 to 15 years old by the time that we got to actually see him. Um, was this in so support was, of somebody? It was at Glastonbury, Steve. Rodriguez. If you listen, I, yeah. I told you that. Um, <laughs> so uh, it was just really disappointing. And we just we, we left after sort of like four or five songs um, to go and get a slightly better spot for the Rolling Stones, which I also left early because I couldn't hear it. Um, <laughs> we were so far back, we couldn't hear it. Best uh, Radiohead at Glastonbury 2017. Like hands down, just one of the. Are we going to watch that? Yeah, yeah, we will. Oh, nice! Because you talked about it a few times. Yeah, yeah. So one of the better things I've seen in my life. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon. Because so. you've seen me turn up to your house. Yeah, it's one of the worst things I've seen in my life. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> so, uh, Mister Teen Word Power, a fucking a day one listener. Yeah. We're in listener royalty yeah, here, yeah. people. We, we, okay. Yeah. yeah, we can't even begin to explain. If there was going to be an honorary big mate, yeah. no, let's not go that far. It'd be Steve. It'd be Steve. It'd be Steve. Oh, it'd be Steve. I'm right. the honorary er- big mate. Well, yeah, Dave Erringer is the, the proper That's big right. mate, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. you've been Dave moved Erringer's down to honorary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. Yeah, yeah. the question. He keeps calling him sick. a very appropriate question for him to ask if you like follow his interactions with us on Twitter and some stuff that he's contributed before. Is there really such a thing as objectively good or objectively bad music? Discuss. Wow. I think there is an argument for objectively bad. Because you could literally just like, just go like, uh, and like say it's music. That's great. Although it's Adam turns around and goes, depends what they're saying. (laughs) No, you guys really have like, uh, focused in on the idea that i'm only about what songs are saying which is uh not the case no but you could see merit if they were saying something is what i mean no there are there are some songs that um are saying something but the song does not is is not agreeable to me and so i don't like it but then i think that's what the thing the, the the place where you and i differ is that even if i don't like something i can appreciate it you know Whereas your appreciation begins and ends with, do I like it? Don't know if that's really true. No, it's it's a broad sort of statement, but it's more or um, less. I'm trying to think of this objectively good music. That's that's a harder one. 
I mean, Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like. No, absolutely not. You stick. You stick most of these songs in front of my wife, and she's just yawning. That doesn't mean that it's not good. It just means your wife doesn't like it. Yeah. Well, I would have thought objective means sort of it has to be broadly likable by all. Would no, it not? no, no, no. If anyway, likable. It's, it's that. It's that thing. Like yeah. they're they're objectively good. Do you like it? Oh no, it sounds a bit boring. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't you, know how you, to answer You use the word likable. I think that there are loads of things that you can measure, quote unquote, good music by, which is like the influence it's had on the music industry and uh, how original it is and what it's doing in the space that it occupies. Yeah. And if all of those things add up to something that is like, you can have an appreciation of it and go that, oh, that's clearly doing something interesting, doing something, quote unquote, good it doesn't matter whether you like it or not pink floyd i understand are an excellent band i don't like them what if there was an artist that was doing something original influenced a lot of other artists um what were the other modifiers qualifiers you gave modifiers. it <laughs> modifiers no, that's fine. The qualifiers? Like just those two it, original yeah uh, influential um you know uh, con- Construct, you know, in terms of like construction was all solid, you know, completely, you know, not messy. It was all well put together music. Yeah. Lyrics are abhorrently racist. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. Right. <laughs> I did not expect that. Sorry, I'm That's good. Interesting. Taking it's a little back. They're meeting your they're meeting your stand you're, they're meeting your criteria there for being objectively good. Could you say it's objectively good, given that I think you could say hey, there's this, something this. about it that is objectively <laughs> that is objectively bad. <laughs> what all the racism? <laughs> Would I go on record and say it's good music? No, but I mean, I you know, yeah, that's interesting. Um... <laughs> well, yeah, let's say it's in a different language and you didn't understand it, but you're like, oh my god, this is so good. Yeah, and what if it turns out about that Hoplandic see, uh, uh, album of Tigger Rock, the one that's all, all fict- fictional language? It's I think all... it's the brackets and he's the brackets one. He decides, he goes, by the way, all these years later, here's the lyrics and what they actually meant. And it's atrocious. <laughs> it's but some I mean... of the worst manifesto you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, I, think, I think things like the Beatles and Radiohead and Pink Floyd, actually, are probably the closest we get to like objectively good music. And whether people like them or not is neither here nor there. What? And I actually think the best, the best judges of... What well, is good music? It's probably actually music critics. I know it's dying. I know music criticism is kind of dying out, but uh, but yeah, I yeah. think you know there are certain tenets of things, and it happens with movies, right? You think Tenet like- is objectively good? <laughs> I watched but that movie. You- I can't remember that movie. Yeah, it happens with um. Oh, look how beautiful the lights are for Reckoner. Oh, so purple. Um. The, uh, oh, they're having a great they're time. They're having a nice time. time. No, no, no Reck- Reckoner's blue. Sure, and what, no, what's Ed on? What's Ed now. playing? What's Ed playing, guys? The fun. <laughs> Lovely. He's playing Lovely. the fun. And he was having a nice time with Colin. <laughs> and they were looking at each other's <laughs> eyes at him. In, in film, there are certain things you can look to, like cinematography and editing and pacing that are objectively good or bad. And I think the same 
is is with music, but it's but then tone you couldn't necessarily texture. say the whole thing is objectively good or bad. You could say like those bits are objectively good, but like if Triumph of the Will was had objectively good editing and pacing and you know construction, you still couldn't say objectively it's good. I think you could. I, could you? I I think you could given think, the content. No, I I think you could say that's objectively a good film, and I find the views contained within it abhorrent. The same as Birth of a Nation. Like it deals with absolutely. It's it's a disgusting point of view that that film has, but you can't deny its influence on cinema in general. You know, you couldn't you couldn't say that that's a bad film. And actually, I think that's a huge problem with a lot of media criticism that happens outside of critic circles at the moment, which is that if there's a problematic character or if there is a film that deals with problematic issues, therefore the film must inherently be problematic oh yeah i mean that's definitely true isn't it i mean yeah. guys i don't know i don't know about you don't know if you think agree with this but you can't say bloody anything and these days you can't even bloody <laughs> that's say not what i'm saying by the way that's, that's absolutely not what i'm saying if you'll get but arrested like, if you say you're english i'm, I'm reminded of <laughs> what is that from <laughs> i'm reminded of things like um licorice pizza recently suffered a bit of backlash because it's about a relationship with a huge age gap and there's a couple of scenes where there's a character who is racist now just because there's a character who is racist in it that doesn't make the film inherently racist right yeah i mean right black klansman is objectively a good movie right but that's about racism it's also like a satire <laughs> isn't it a satire do i not yeah, understand what objectively means i don't think you've got i, I don't think you understand what I've said. <laughs> Start from the beginning. No, we're going to move on. Ten minutes ago, the heavens and the earth. Yeah, his, his, and the his, earth was without form and void. You can't say anything these days because I don't believe in it. Guys, two things. One, this bit in Reckoner. I mean, yeah, the bit where it where it slows. It well, it doesn't slow, but it it becomes it calms. It calms. And it's about to it's about to pick up, and I think we should just maybe just hear, you know, just a little bit of it. So it's, uh, it's beautiful. There you go. Look, Ed, Ed was did do some stuff on the guitar for do, about about twenty seconds, stuff. and now he's back to the tambourine. Back to the tambourine. There is Ed. I would never Lovely. expect that guitar on Tom. What do you mean? This song for like like it's oh, the, the, the ATDC guitar is like right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's a weird one. It has a really nice clean tone. That's the thing. Right. See, that's surprising to me. I, it's a song, it's a guitar that I can't imagine ever being played yeah. clean. It's like <laughs> oh, it's a love a lovely clean tone. Um, like my Jag, they're typically distorted, but the wow, the clean tone's lovely. Um, here, here's a question that you can uh, you can answer. Okay, can what, I? I don't any, understand words apparently. <laughs> what if any football teams have the support of the podcast? Saints. No, you see, it must be Saints. It's Southampton, it's yeah. It's Saints. 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 Yeah. Saints. Oh, and the Saints. 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 I've been at football matches with my dad, and he'd be like, go on, the Saints. Yeah, the Sa- yeah go on, Saints. Go on, the Saints. It's got to be Southampton, right? It'd like, uh, yeah, Southampton. Yeah, sure. sure. Also, can I, can I be so bold as to suggest another one? Oh, the England national squad. Oh yeah, bloody. Oh bloody, yeah, bloody yeah, 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 yeah. The bloody yeah, lions and lionesses. Oh, uh, the lionesses as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah always. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, dear. In a future dystopia, 
it is decreed that you must record a girl band based season in the same detail you've approached Radiohead. Come on. Come on, this man. is a question from David Hopkins. Okay. Do you cover A, Girls Aloud, B, Sugar Babes, or C, Destiny's Child? Destiny's Child. Yeah. My, my, so I'm, I'm Destiny's Child yeah. as well. Because it's pre, because he, he got the, the, the Beyonce. It's, yeah. it's the Yonce. It's the Yonce herself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, on the other hand, am going to pick. Um, Girls Aloud. Okay. I mean, they're all solid picks. Because yeah. also it's it's a it's a real chance to get into manufactured pop bands and Yeah, and, well I mean uh, Sugar Babes have like all quit, of the and, all of the members. But also like and the the because they came off of one of those shows, right? So it's also a chance to talk about like Pop Idol and and and, and Britain's Got Talent and all those things, right? Because they were from one of those. Steve's face when he recognizes something from the Bends. <laughs> Oh, but yes, man. I mean, Girls Aloud would be super interesting to dig into. Like, yeah, they formed from a like a, a talent show or whatever, and and like were completely manufactured uh, in many ways, like the Sex Pistols guys. Hmm, so uh, actually, like, the are they bands. also are they also fronted by a tosser? You know, like Johnny Rotten. Nah, Belland. I also think it's funny. I, I, I mean, I know like the answer, the honest answer is you grow up, but like being like punk and, you know, raging against the machine and all that. And then ultimately ending up like starring in butter adverts mm. just makes me laugh. <laughs> and, you know, being anti-monarchy, but, but pro-Brexit is a weird one as well. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Weird guy. Public Image Limited. Good band. Seen them live. Um, hey, mates, says Adam Morissuti. Uh, if given the opportunity, would you guys want to podcast full time? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'd do that. It's, yeah, it seems yeah. fine. Well, we're saying we're saying it. We make as much income as we would in our current jobs. Yeah. Do, do you say. see? This is the second time in these questions. Lucas has gone straight to the money. Well, unfortunately, like, what's the, reason, what's the yeah, money yeah, yeah. situation? Adam, why do you work? Is it because you need money to live? It's because I think that people with learning disabilities and autism should be no, given a leg up in society. You <laughs> Shut up. What? Don't. Um, yeah. Of course we would. Yeah, because it's like it is like no even if even though it can be hard work at times, like it is objectively less hard imagine work if, than my imagine actual if we job. Could do yeah, willy yeah, jokes yeah. and we get paid. Yeah, come on. Yes. Good question. So, I mean and also if you want that to happen, uh subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Um yeah. and by all means, if you want to suggest we like have a new tier which is like a hundred pounds a month. And if enough of you subscribe to that, guys, we'll we'll, we'll podcast full time. Yeah, man. I tell you that. For, I tell you that. That's a promise. That's a Lucas <laughs> Wade guarantee. That yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. If we made a hundred quid a month tier, and how many? How many are we saying? Needs now? No, no numbers. Enough. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> Keep of it you. vague. Keep yeah, it yeah. vague. Enough of you subscribe. We'll do this full time. Oh, Planet Telex, Telex is sounding excellent. It's so good. Uh, and they've added all loads of like weird little sound effects to of it. Of course, they sounds have, great. Though. Um, Mark of the Devil, I experience strong ASMR tingles each time Adam says "context" or "chords." <laughs> Do any of the big mates experience ASMR? And if so, what two? No. no. My bet is Steve secretly enjoys a bit of ASMR while Lucas denies its very existence. I think that, like, I- genuinely, people talking about 
I, I've said on, on a number of occasions that how people have just been talking about like emotion or the past, and I've just gone, oh, you know, that's like, not ASMR though, is no, it? No, but like people ASMR have talked, very specifically. People have, people have said stuff with their mouths, and, and it's caused a physical reaction. Yeah, but 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 you're responding to the meaning there, not the sound or the form. Said stuff with their mouths. I think yeah. ASMR is very specifically <laughs> about the form. It's about the the the. The sounds and the sh- and the textures more than is it like talking about what like, does it stand for? Steve, Steve, nineteen ninety seven. Steve, nineteen ninety seven. Steve, remember nineteen ninety seven. Steve, Steve's taking his top off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't think I have any of that. I mean, there's certainly you get the odd word. Or bit in a song or a, or a spoken bit of media where you go, I oh, I really love that delivery. It really like. Mm. But I never get ASMR, and certainly the whispering ASMR makes me want to vomit. That's a small section of it, isn't it? I know it's. I'm not saying it's the main no, thing, just, Steve. I'm just, I'm just, just saying just that particular type of ASMR. Look at that rainbow myself. effect on the on the lights. It, it makes me it's want lovely. to. It makes me want to like get a little bowl here. Get a little bowl. I think Lucas has been the, like, the advertising his own ASMR thing yeah. for about two years. Channel, yeah. I put the bowl in my lap. Martin A. Giles I says, uh, this is one of my favourite oh. bits on the podcast, but I'm dying to know, has a movie ever actually been too spooky for you as an adult? Yep. Oh, as an adult, no. Nope. Nope. I remember specifically being eight and watching Cocoon, the the, <laughs> the scene where... Somebody looks through a keyhole and and the the alien peels off their skin. Oh yeah, and I yeah, remember yeah. screaming all night. Uh, I I walked out of um, Honey I Shrunk the Audience, mm. the four D show yes. at Disneyland Paris when I was a kid because yeah, sure. I got it was, it was it's all too, too much. overwhelming, it's too, too, too scary. Got, but neither of you scared. were adults, right? no, That's no. It. As an adult, uh, horror films unfortunately don't don't do it for me. They don't. They don't. You can't suspend. Tickle the. They don't tickle enough. the nub. I can suspend disbelief. You keep saying this, and you're like, "Oh, Lucas is a robot." Bits, 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 bits. <laughs> I love the past, but uh, <laughs> like, like other films get me in, in complete other ways, right? Films that are very overwhelming in other ways totally get me. Just horror, just. I wish why well, I keep asking for recommendations because I'm looking for the subgenre of horror that works I don't for think me because it seems like psychological tenseness. Not the one. Mm. Horror requires much more suspension of disbelief than any other genre, though. Yeah, you need. But like, then hor- you need full empathy to be able to put yourself in the situation that the characters are in. Horror video games, scary man. Mm. Okay. So Resident Evil Seven in VR. Fuck that. Had to stop many times because scary. To, to, answer, movies. to answer the question, I wouldn't say it's too spooky, but I, as an adult, I found Martyrs to be quite a, a difficult watch. Um, I'm probably not going to go back to that movie. But did you watch it through? You didn't turn it off. Yeah, I didn't turn it off. But I, I think can't imagine it, you ever turning something off. I did. Uh, it stayed with me for a little while. Let's say that. <laughs> I uh, I can't imagine you ever turning a film off. I think you'd always want to see it through. Yeah, and, I got, you and, got to see and it have through. a solid. You make the take. commitment. You make the commitment. Uh, Radiohead come back on for their second encore of the evening. Bloody hell! Bloody when hell. I was watching Hereditary with Hannah on Halloween night, she at one point was like, "Come, genuinely, can we turn this off, please?" Mm. And I was like, "Absolutely not. We're committed. Even mm. though it's not doing much for me, I'm seeing this film to the end now. Like, yeah. come on." 
But she wasn't too fussed either. Was it just the end? No, 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 no. She, no, she was terrified at a point, and then by the time it got to the end, she it 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 lost her entirely. Okay. To the point where halfway through the film, when she said, "Can we turn this off?" and I said, "No," she had no choice because she was too scared to go and be alone anywhere else in the house. Yeah. And I wasn't going to turn it off, so she was either sitting down and watching it, or going to being terrified and alone she was in fine another room because it ended. Because no, because the ending yeah. was so pants. And it was the end. Like, specifically the ending of the film. But during it, she received the feeling that the film was trying to produce. Yeah, but she, yeah, horror films work on her. Yeah, she gets terrified. That's cool. Uh, but then the ending of that film particularly, she was like, oh, what? And immediately, like, snapped her out of it, right out of it. She was done. She yeah. didn't give a shit. Hmm. Yeah, horror What's films really song? work on, on her. Do we know this song? Uh, go slowly. It is. Oh. What is that? Do I know this one? <laughs> you should do if you've been listening to the playlist you've been Mate, given. do I ever know <laughs> song names? <laughs> it's from In Rainbows Disc 2. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> of course. Um, Richard Lawless has asked two questions, one of which we're going to cover in the Radiohead season, uh, which is what are your thoughts on Radiohead playing in Israel? Which we will we will cover, but we're not going to cover it here. Okay. Um, can I can I in advance say I don't know enough to answer that question? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the other one he's asked is, uh, who was the first one of you to go through puberty? <laughs> hmm. I love the difference in those yeah. two questions. Were there any embarrassing moments? I mean, one million embarrassing moments. I imagine. Yeah. Specifically related to puberty or just being a say, young, like, like sure. hormonal yeah. twat. Yeah, I feel exactly. like well, that's the I, same thing. I feel like I developed at a normal rate. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Are you joking? Oh, you two actually knew each other growing up, so so this is interesting. What, are you saying Steve was early or late? Steve is still fifteen. Yeah, of course. Mentally, <laughs> Physic- you're talking physically, aren't you? You're talking physically. No, mentally. no, I am. The hair. No, I'm physically <laughs> got the hair at the normal. I'm physically the still fifteen. I think I, I mean, I don't really remember. Same. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't really remember like noticing I think, cubes. I think that's it. You know? I, I remember f- seeing a fuzz and being a, huh. But, uh. And being like really chuffed of yourself, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's coming. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. I never, I never remember it being a problem. So therefore probably normal. No. Yeah. I don't like in terms of embarrassing moments. Yeah. Like, like. Every interaction with yeah. a girl oh, I yeah. fancied every when I was, day of when my I was life. Fourteen, yeah. <laughs> I think years from old. ten to sixteen, I was embarrassed. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. almost every female friend I had in secondary school, at some point, I decided I fancied him as the love of my life, and was probably really like embarrassing in the way that I interacted uh, you know, with that person. Went around that, yeah, yeah, yeah. almost certainly. Riley Fitzgerald uh, has asked, "Would you guys like to do a season about David Bowie?" Yeah, yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah, of yeah. course, long as shit, Obviously. right? I but... was very surprised that it wasn't in your bracket, Lucas. Well, he was going to be the the Beatles spot on mine was was potentially mm. David Bowie, and then I didn't because <sighs> reasons. I don't know. Mm. Sure, yeah, because of yeah, the like, reasons. Because I can't remember reasons. why I didn't do it in the end. To be honest, uh, Riley Fitzgerald, another day one listener, as is Ian at Piff Brown. 
Um, mm. You can have one member of the bands you've covered so far as a guest for a full hour and a half. Who would you pick? Nikki. Right. Per season, Nikki. No, 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 no. You can have oh, one total. member of the bands you've covered. Nikki. Nikki. Nikki Wyatt. I still feel like Nikki would be a good shout, to be fair. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And also, sure. I feel like it's almost like our golden goose. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, I think that's the, that's, as much as obviously a member of Radiohead would be incredible, I feel like Nikki is like, I mean, you know, yeah, getting Tom to do it would be. It'd be huge. Insane. It, it would yeah. be. To have him engaged for, did it say an hour and a half? Mm. I don't think it'd be fun. I don't know. I don't know what the... Uh... Oh, fuck. It's good. It's a good question. Adam, I think, wouldn't want to do one of these. I think Adam is going to say, I think I'd find it too overwhelming. I, I, I wouldn't know what to say and do. But wouldn't no, Billy, Tom, that, Billy yeah, would like, be fun? Tom, like, obviously, I'd want Tom York on the podcast. Obviously. Like, so, yeah. Tom. Yeah, Tom, so, if you're listening. So, so yeah, so Tom York. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. He definitely is listening. He's definitely the listening thing- to commentary one of two from the In Rainbows era. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the thing with Billy, uh, not Billy, the thing with Nicky Wire to be, you know, put on my businessman hat yeah. is uh, it's certainly be less of a get in 2022 in terms of like you know bringing in bringing in big numbers compared to getting in Tom York of Radiohead. Yeah. <laughs> Or Billy Eilish, for that matter. Mental Jargon has sent in a question that uh, that I think we should save. What are your fantasy band lineups? You get five members, can be living or dead, no more than two people from the same band. We should save that. We right. definitely need to save that. Okay. Save it. I'm just jamming yeah, out 100% two plus save two. It. It's me, Adam, Steve... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me, Ad- me, Adam, Steve, yeah. Tom York, and Johnny Greenwood. Yeah, we'll that would be say, good. Tell that'd us what to do. Yeah. Tell us what to yeah, do. That'd be pretty good. Tell us everything to do. We'll do exactly yeah, as you say. say play yeah, this chord, and we'll go. Which? Sorry, how does that? What do we? Huh? <laughs> Steve, mate, you'd have to be the drummer. Oh fuck! And they'd be like, right, play this rhythm. You go. I don't understand. No, it's it. fine. No, no, can no, you explain it's, it's it again? Four, four. It's always four four. It's fine. It's fine. Oh yeah, I know. I know how to do it. Yeah. Cheers. Two plus two equals five. Sounding. Uh, uh, excellent good song I reckon yeah good song um, Lucy has asked are you pleased you started the podcast or do you regret it a tiny bit and with hindsight what would you do differently oh I think Adam regrets it more than we do but yeah uh, because of all the stuff but I don't regret a thing like we had Michael Sheen on this podcast like we've we've done oh, yeah. some uh, cool stuff we've met some cool people We've gone to some nice shows that we probably wouldn't have done. So I don't regret a thing. Not at all. Insane. Like, it was lovely. Don't regret that we started this podcast. Uh, I would. We've, we've painted ourselves into a few corners in terms of what we'll cover that maybe has added work, you know? We've kind of set ourselves like we will always cover a live album from every single bloody era and things like that. Although, then again, these are like the easiest episodes to do, though, because they're a bit loosey goosey, aren't they? Uh, I, I would also ask the question. Actually, I would also not have made Muse the second season. Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Expand, expand on that. Well, we know my feelings on that season. I was uh, disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. If yeah, 
it's difficult, isn't it? If we'd gone Mannix straight to Radiohead, that probably would have that probably wouldn't have been ideal, to be honest. Guys, it's Radiohead's no, best song. Right. Guys, it's Radiohead's best song. Well, it's everything can, in its right place. If 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 you played this to me on mute, I would have known it because Phil's shaking a lemon, which yeah. is if you'd asked me a year ago, like, what's this? I would have not had a fucking clue. But if you were like, well, you could tell because of what Phil is shaking. Because of what Phil's shaking? I wouldn't have believed yeah, yeah, you, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when me and Will uh, went to see them for, on the Immune Shape Pool tour, um, we could just see what which guitar they were bringing out for Tom. We'd turn each other and go oh, like, yeah. oh, it's there, there. Oh, it's yeah, there, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's great. <laughs> I remember oh, standing at Glastonbury yeah. in 2011 because we'd heard that the secret set might be Radiohead and then bringing out Ed's pedal board and going like, oh, it's definitely Radiohead. Yeah, I recognise his pedal board. <laughs> board. Have you seen the the lights are, are saying in its right place? They're doing the lyrics. Yes. It's yeah, insane. yeah. They, they, so cool. they, they're projecting the words onto the LED forest. Very cool. Um, regret is a strong word. Um, the podcast has definitely become a big part of my life. <laughs> um, uh uh, I don't, I don't, I don't regret it. There's loads of stuff I would do differently. Um, obviously, I'd have different co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, number one, I'd be doing different bands. Yeah, you'd be different. Uh, you'd be a different yeah. man. I'd be a different person. Yeah, I'd have killed myself a long time ago. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, all, all stuff we do differently, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, <laughs> actually, I mean, if there was actually stuff in terms of the content and format that you would do differently, you know that like it, it's within our power to make those changes, right? Like, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, I I may be side with Lucas on the idea of not doing Muse second. Um, that is like a hangover of the original concept that we didn't need to carry forward, but we did. No, I mean, it also did, it, it, I mean, it also made sense to do like, right, Adams had his band. Yeah. Now Lucas does his band. Steve, unfortunately, <laughs> doesn't really as much as, 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 yeah, as obviously yeah, have a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Apart yeah. from, well, brand new, but obviously then, you know, our business hat on, we kind of ha- also had the thought yeah, of like, we don't want to plummet our listener base <laughs> exactly. for season three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we did anyway and then we did anyway to Billie Eilish <laughs> yeah uh, the thing now the muse I don't know the thing is I still would have wanted to have done them I don't know I don't know how you could have done it differently at the end of the day the thing that was disappointing to me about the muse season wouldn't change whether we did them second or twentieth which yeah, is but the, the, the Muse the fans fan that I thought yeah, yeah. would flock in and be very active aren't and you, didn't. There are not a lot of bands that are like Manic Street Preachers or Radiohead that have those inbuilt sort of things. Like, we might find it on the next season that that they don't have that. We'll see. We'll see. We're committed now to do this for the next 20 years. I think we've all signed 20-year contracts. Is yeah, that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah. Or, ni- or nine films. Depends which comes first, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's unlikely we're going to get to nine films. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The what is, uh, have you spoken to Kevin recently? The What Is Music Cinematic Universe is, is oh, really? expansive. Fantastic. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, of course, we all I'm getting a Disney Plus spin-off quite soon. Are you? Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jim Carrey. Yeah, 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 of course. Classic. Um... Romain Bertrand, who has joined us for the Radiohead season, but has become a big part of our interactions on on Twitter, has like two tweets and 
one is serious and one isn't. No putting pressure on you three, but my two kids listen religiously to each episode with me on the way to school. So you reading our question would make me the greatest dad. Hey. You're already the greatest dad, man. Exactly. Greatest dad, man. Dad, man. Do you think band fatigue affects your perception of later albums? And if so... Could you please change Hail to the Thief's score? <laughs> um, I don't think that like artist fatigue is a thing, but like retrospectively, is, like right? kind of uh, how we think about albums definitely happens, and that's the reason why we're doing the whole Manix thing. But like even like this season, I've said I want to go back and retrospectively think about Kid A, for example. But then artist fatigue isn't really a thing, right? I mean, in I... Rainbows is our first. 30 out of 30. Exactly. And that's yeah. seven I, of well, nine but, Although, Although we have yet to do an artist. I don't know. Did you get fatigued with Muse? No, I don't or think. Did they mix, yeah, or did about, they mix about it up? two in, albums in. Or yeah, did they good. mix it up enough? Because like Mannix, I think, could have had that. But because they made enough changes. Right. Right. If after Send Away the Tigers and Rewind the, not Rewind the Film, Postcards from a Young Man, that had been the direction and, and kind of not changed, I think we probably could have hit fatigue. But you've got that bloody rewind the film Futurology double act. Yeah. Peak yeah. the interest right back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, exactly. That, you know, so I think it could happen, but I don't think it has yet because... Yeah, I agree. Well, Billy was too short to hit fatigue. Obviously, it was, you know, it's short season. An, an important thing, I think, to notice, and this goes on to Romain's uh, second question, um, which a lot of people have asked, but I'm going to use his question as the kind of catalyst for it is that this podcast was designed as a Manic Street Preachers podcast. Yeah. Because I knew their career inside out and knew the ups and downs of it and knew that they went, like, you know, like did a weird third album, then became the most popular they'd ever been and then tried to destroy it and then made a weird album in Lifeblood and then had a late rock resurgence and then did an electronic album in Futurology. Yeah. Like... All of that stuff was very inherently interesting. I designed a podcast around that. And then we tried to just lay it on to other artists. And I think what we found... And, and Romain's, Romain's second question is, how much writing ahead of the podcast is needed by each of you? How much is improvised? Do you collaborate on an outline? What does the preparation process look like behind the scenes? Adam? And I think that what we have found is... Yeah, Adam, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over to you <laughs> what, what what we found is is that the just the laying on oh well you guys wait what this? it's creep <laughs> it's creep what? they're gonna close with creep because why wouldn't you they've okay. never played in south america before sure but this is, this is gonna slow. be this feels slow it is a t- it is a touch slow it's 2009 when you were here before I lovely thought, yeah oh, 17 years later uh, go on, Adam. Carry on. Uh, laying that template onto other bands, like, just kind of hasn't worked. Like, like I was just like, the Muse season. I was just like hoping that they would do something interesting in the latter half of their career that would pick up the, the interest, kind of. But they just sort of didn't. Um, so it, it's it's been a lot of learning as we go. But in terms of like an episode by episode basis, I mean. I want, like, we say on the podcast all the time, like, oh, Adam does the bulk of the work, right? He and does. I, I, yeah, I wonder how many people think that that's a joke. <laughs> because it's absolutely not. 
like like in in terms of research what what is it that you guys do like for for an album when we when, listen when, to the album you're... and we write yeah. notes the about the of, album bunch of times i write notes about the album whilst listening along i'll do like a listen along with notes where I like songs are on repeat until I'm done writing notes for that song and then I move on to the next one i'll read lyrics when i'm doing that That'll be the first time I've read the lyrics. Uh, so what I said, you listen to the album, make notes about the album. Yeah. Yeah, done. Uh, Muse season obviously so different, though, because Muse season I was doing a lot of the stuff that Adam is doing yes. now. Uh, with a less analytical bent, but certainly history, what they're doing, context, having to look up meanings of songs and interesting anecdotes about songs and all that sort of stuff. Again, less dense because a i'm not adam and b muse were less dense <laughs> so there was less fucking dense mate <laughs> so that obviously had a lot more work my notes for a muse for an episode of a muse season was obviously like you know many pages long mm. compared to like a load of bullet points but in terms yeah. of like what they said about uh do you come up with an outline in advance do you pre-discuss anything not in the slightest, right? Really, we, no. we don't. We we try not to pre-discuss anything at all, so that like, Some, conversations a, a, that we have about the songs are kind of on the fly, right? Yeah. A common converse, a common expression in our group chat is "save it." Yep. Yeah, yeah, save it, save it, save it, save it, save it, save it, save it. Sometimes if one of us starts going a little bit having too much of make saying too much or having too much of a take about something, we'll just go save it, save it, save it. Yeah, absolutely. Just little pause here for the big bit in creep. There he goes. I mean, this is like such a such a thing that Radiohead would not do is just close with creep. They close with their biggest song, guys. That's what they do. Yeah, what's that? Like there would <laughs> there would be some people in the audience who'd be like, Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, a lot of people would be going, Yeah, they're gonna own the creep. Yeah, cool. And then a lot of people who are mega fans be going, What the what fuck on yeah. earth are they doing? Well the, the thing is 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 for the last twenty years or whatever, they have toured the UK, they've toured Europe, they've toured Japan. They've toured the US extensively. Everybody has heard Creep in those territories. This is the first time they're playing South America. These guys would not have heard this song live before. They would not have had the opportunity to have heard this song live before. So, of course, you, you play Creep. Of course you do. Like your wow. biggest song. They're not entirely contrarians, you know? And, of course, on the next commentary we do, we're going to have disc two in between. On the next commentary, they open with Creep. Because I mean, it's, all... it's Reading Festival. It's the Rock Festival. The what do you one. do? You... It's the one we've talked about a lot. Yeah, it's, it, you open with Creep. Of course you do. I, I am on the, um, the Setlist FM stats for Creep. And still, though, the gaps between plays are enormous. I mean, yeah, on yeah. the first page, before you go to the next page, the most recent time in 2018, you scroll down to the bottom before you then have to go to the next page, and you're already at 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, exactly. like... The gaps are enormous. Yeah. Can I? <laughs> and then the second page, and then the second page goes from 2009. The second page goes from 2009. And again, you scroll down enough a little bit and you get to 1998. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't play it for like so long and they played it very, very sparingly. But yeah, there's of course, you're in South America, a territory that's never heard you perform live before. Of course you do. Uh, good gig. IMO. Yeah. Um, I am a good gig. Ob, <laughs> all of the abbreviations. <laughs> T- TBH, TBH. Yeah, yeah. In, so in terms of research, I'm right? 
in terms of research, I'm always an album ahead of you, right? Yeah. So when you guys were listening to In Rainbows, I was listening to The King of Limbs. Yeah. Because I've already written a lot of my notes for In Rainbows. I'm always an album ahead of you two. Um, because I need to know I don't want to I don't want to repeat myself loads. I have to think like, okay, what am I gonna say in Rainbows that actually I could say on the King of Limbs episode? Uh and, and, and vice versa. So when you guys were listening to OK Computer, I was already on Kid A. I was sort of like anticipating a lot of the stuff that we would we were gonna be talking about. Um the OK Computer and the Kid A episodes were weeks of work uh for me, probably. Probably weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to do it around a, f- a full-time job, so it's not like, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like truly insane. But I do it in like my evenings and stuff. And there's loads of research. I mean, it really helps that like Mannix and Radiohead are, are two very highly written about bands, you know? Yeah. Like everybody's written a fucking whatever on Radiohead, so there's loads of stuff to draw from. But it is, um, there is... Adam's getting... I don't have home. it on me. But there is there is there is a book called Exit Music: The Story of Radiohead by Mac Randall, which has been really useful in terms of the historical stuff. Um, there's a, almost every magazine has written a Radiohead special, and I have a lot of them. Um, and I buy some off eBay to read. Um, the website Citizen Insane um, is really really useful because it has detailed histories of like when songs were performed live. So working on stuff like the lineage of True Love Waits or Lift or stuff like that. Um, Citizen Insane has been really useful because they'll tell me like when was the first time that was played live here are some like snippets of interviews a lot of it's like YouTube interviews I have a lot of interview mp3s that I have from like my old like Radiohead archives um, yeah it's it's quite an intense process this end because it's so much more than just listening to the albums it's obviously works that way well when it's bands that I know yeah because Guys, I don't I don't have to listen to In Rainbows too many times to tell you what I think of In Rainbows. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to it for 15 years or whatever yeah, it is be, at this point. It's going to be interesting when we hit someone where you're, if not entirely clueless, at least sort of yeah. mostly on the same page as us in terms of like, yeah, I know bits. Well, that's when the format will slightly change and it will open You'll have to because you can't, more. yeah. I mean, presumably, all of the things you just said, though, Muse season, no, you'd listen to the album. You'd probably do more notes than I would for Radiohead because you're Adam, but you weren't digging, right? You weren't listening and... That is only because, like I said earlier, we overlaid the Mannix template onto Muse. Now, what if I had been able to research? That would have been a very different season. I don't think it would have been traumatic living because I think you would have you've still you would have been reading the same things I read. But I would you have been, been pulling different things to you from the things that were written. Do you reckon? Mm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because they're simply less dense. There's simply less to say, isn't there? That's the thing. Because I was reading old music. I was doing all the things you books, old interviews, mm. old magazine articles, old magazine, you know, all that sort of stuff. Luckily, Muse have got a lot of like archive stuff because they've got psychopath fans. So I was like lucky in that regard. I think also you'll you'd be reading the same stuff and you'd find the same, you know, shallowness. You wouldn't be <laughs> you wouldn't find a load of deep takes that Matt Bellamy mentioned in a load of interviews that I just chose not to mention, you know? Right, but I think 
a lot of the a lot of the work that I do in the research is figuring out like how the facts connect to the finished product mm. that we that we get, which is ultimately the album. Um, and ultimately, we'll never know. Maybe we need to do Muse again. Oh. <laughs> oh. But, you're, but 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 you oh. take the reins this time. Oh. Hey. Oh. But I have a feeling. No, Steve needs to take the reins on someone just so he can experience doing all the fucking work. Well, one, once we hit an artist that neither of us are like the key component for or the key champion of, yeah, all three of us will be doing research. I think it's basically Sounds how good. it will work. Everybody good. will have to kind of bring something to the table yeah, yeah. because there isn't one person that's able to like guide you through that story. Um, if the bracket has ended up the way we think it's going to end up, and it's REM, then obviously. I'm going to guide you through that season, right? Like, the yeah. doy. But if it was someone like Fleetwood Mac, let, let's say, like, nobody has a stake in that, mm. right? So we'd all kind of have to read Wikipedia articles and bring I mean, things that, that we found yeah. to the music and whatever. You say you know? that nobody really had a stake in Billy. No, I, I, I did. But, but also, that is to a degree... We are we're just layering that format over the top of a, yeah, of a different yeah, yeah. artist, yeah. which you know maybe we maybe we could have done a little bit differently. Maybe that's something I would have done differently to answer a previous question. I mean, I have a few more questions from just keep going, guys. Places like Instagram and Facebook, guys. Who are the Beatles? No idea. We don't right. know. No, 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 no. I've got it. No, no, no. Okay, I've got it. I've got go. it. I've got it. Here we go. It's Paul McCartney from Wings. Yes, mackerel. Uh, the mackerel. Yeah. Yeah. Mackerel. Yeah. 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 It's John Legend. Yeah. It's John Legend on the piano. Yeah. 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 It's George. Harry's son, right? Famously Har- Harry's, Harry's son. son. George. Son of yes. Harry. And it's, yeah. and, it's the, and it's the Thomas Tank Engine. The Fat Control. And the Thomas Tank Engine. Yeah. Of course it you is. Yes, so of course it is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like we covered this. I don't know if yeah, you're still asking. Yeah, I don't know why you're asking. Weird. <laughs> that, was, Weird. <laughs> that was from Sunday Afternoons. Lily Grace 29 has asked, are there any artists you would love to look at on the podcast, but you know that they are at least currently, impossible to cover for any reasons. I'm going to echo Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, just because I think uh, it just would not be conducive to an entertaining season the fall, for a number of reasons. The Fall, the fall is like yeah. impenetrable. There's like 40 albums or something. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen has got an incredibly long discography. Mm, um, but, but imagine. I know, but imagine. Well, that's, that's John Legend. Oh, yeah. And then there's also the bands that we would maybe cover but then won't for other sort of extra uh, extracurricular extracurricular reasons, reasons. Yeah. like you know yeah. so arcade fire, were, arcade, arcade fire were originally in the bracket yeah. uh they've been removed from the bracket kanye was in the bracket Same sort of thing i'm glad he got oh out. we yeah, dodged glad, a bullet on kanye guys he we yeah. dodged a bullet on kanye glad he got knocked out <laughs> I mean, having said that, having said that, to play devil's advocate a little bit, yeah, sure. Um, we knew he was a fucking lunatic who said awful things when we put him on that bracket. What are Maybe the awful, none of the things, what are the awful, awful things that he said before we put him on the bracket? Didn't he say the stuff about like slavery was a choice and stuff like this? That is like the headline grabbing sort of thing yeah but he's making a slightly more nuanced point if you watch the whole interview whereas whereas i'm not i'm not that au fait of what he's done of late but yeah, it is I mean, much more blatantly it's awful not right nearly as nuanced at all <laughs> <laughs> there's an excellent clip i have to send you um but then but then you know, I know he also still about, made that really good doctor, right? 
The Doctor clip is yeah. Yeah, a truly insane. They made insane. a really good point about what the fuck does she know about cameras. Exactly. What <laughs> does is, Lady Gaga know about well, cameras? And thing, I like some of her songs. That's the thing. But this That's is the, the thing, thing with the comedic timing. Like what, The other clip that Adam's talking about was, is the, probably one of the worst awful things he said. However, the comedic timing is very good. Yeah. So Steve, thinks, he's, he's, Steve he, thinks it's objectively funny, but he doesn't but agree with the views. But that's but that. But I'm guessing he's not doing that comedic timing to, on purpose no. to be funny. No, he, no, he doesn't no. realise he's being. No, he's just he's, a terrible yeah, person. Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 insane, anyway. insane. Um, there's a couple of questions. Like, so, like, uh, Speev, which is which is Steve with a B, hmm. Speev, 2022. You make a super group using only one member from each of the artists you've covered so far. Who are you picking and why? <gasps> Nikki. Wow. So Nikki's on the bass, just straight Nikki, away. No, no, no. Wait, but Nikki's also lyricist. Okay. Is a, is okay. a key thing you've got there, right? Does he have to be on bass? Well, I mean, I. what else is he going to do? He's not like well, Johnny Greenwood, is, is he? Well, he the problem is I was going to take Chris Walton home on bass. He can but then just got, about play no, bass. I've got Nikki Wire, Chris Walton home. Colin I've Greenwood. Got Finney, <laughs> I've got Finney. I've got Phineas's bass track on no, the yeah, laptop. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. Colin Greenwood, oh, and they're playing. Lovely. And they're playing. And they're playing Big Bottom by Spinal yeah, that's Lovely. It. Can't <laughs> wait. That's great. Can't wait. Um, uh, I'm taking. Seriously. I'm. I, I'm taking Billie Eilish for the vocals and the great. lyrics. Yeah, lovely uh, lyrics. Oh, good show. But I, doesn't Phineas write a lot? Of the no, he doesn't. No, he's no, 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 no. no he's no. not the lyrics. He does like melodies. And he, he'll touch yeah, yeah, up, yeah, but yeah, a lot yeah, of it's yeah. Billy. So, so Billy, Billy on the vocals. Okay, okay. Um, Chris Wilson home on the bass. Because Solid. so he's gonna be like my rock. He's like the bass rock of the band, Dwayne and he, Johnson, I'm gonna pair yeah. him with Sean Moore because if it's not Sean Moore, it's not drums. Okay, like it's just a steady <laughs> Sean Moore sort of beat with Chris Wolstenholme's bass, yeah. excellent. And then from Radiohead, I'm taking Ed because I oh, think every day, yeah, I, I think having the Chris Wolstenholme sort of like fuzz riff bass with Sean Moore's rock drums and then ambient guitar mm. with Billie Eilish's vocals. Yeah. Ah, perfect. Yeah. See, Just I... Just have Tom York on the keys, why not? Because I, you can't uh, have two from each band, you uh, mentalists. I'm going to go in a completely different direction and I'm going to say... Um, oh, for Mannix... Oh no, so we need a drummer. No, we don't. Computers exist. Mm-hmm. They do. Okay, no, someone still needs to physically hit the drums. Yeah. So Sean Moore. Okay. Sean Moore, yeah, so Sean, someone's there to Because if it's not drums. Sean Moore, it's not drums. It's someone to physically hit the drums. We've got Matt Bellamy for his 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 uh his orchestral tendencies, right? We've got Phineas, because he's a good producer and I think can can help a lot in terms of production. And then we've got uh Johnny Greenwood also for his orchestral tendencies. Oh. And I'm just having them do and I'm just having them do <laughs> soundtracks and, yeah, and big band good. and like <laughs> I'm just having them do a big suite, basically. <laughs> I've got Dominic Howard on the drums, Chris okay. Wilson on bass, lovely. Matt Bellamy on guitar and vocals. Oh, okay, okay. So got- no, okay. So you can only have one from each band, Steve. I, I don't understand what you're asking of me. So I mean, do- I, I agree with you, Steve, that Muse is the best band, but it's just, just one, one got from it. each. I've got Steve. it. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah, Sean he's got on it. He's got it. I've got yeah. Nicky Wire on the bass. No, it's not Sean Moore. It's not Trump. What? I've got James Dean Bradley on the guitar. James Dean Bradley on the guitar. And vocals. Yeah, the, now, come on, the, Steve. I, I quite like an actual answer because it'd be interesting to know your... Fine. Fine. Got Phil so well. Mine was drums. genuine. <laughs> uh, mine wasn't a joke. Mine wasn't a joke. Mine was genuine. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Do they have to be playing their instrument? Could we say Sean Moore on the vocals? Sean Moore on the trumpet. 
He could be in any band. Oh, yeah, you can always do with more trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Steve. Come on. You're Phil Sailway on the drums. Yeah. Solid. Chris Walsenholm on the bass. Ooh. Also solid. Because insane rhythm section. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a strong rhythm section. We need a guitarist now. From yeah, and, and you've either got you've either got <laughs> James Dean Bradfield. Yeah, James Dean Bradfield's solid yeah. guitar. Right? Wait, didn't you put who? Did, oh no, you put Dom Howard on. Top. And then Billy yeah, on James Bradfield. No, 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 That's a good band. That's a good yeah, band. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Great. Um, some, some what's the genre? More... What, what are they what are they playing? Steve? Cool. Because uh, yeah, Adam kind of described cool. his. Because Adam kind of described his. I kind of described mine. It's you know, it's 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 sweets. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. The genre is cool. cool. It's cool. Some the genre morning cool. has asked what the research process looks like when you're gathering background on Radiohead. Uh, I've kind of answered that. It's mm. it's quite intense. Um, the, the the good thing the, the good thing to note is like the word count. So like have 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 a listen to the albums that we that we cover, and then bear in mind that like I think OK Computer was like a thirteen thousand word document for me, um, and OK Computer uh, and In Rainbows was like. 11 or 12,000 words or something like that. And then Hail to the Thief was something like 7,000 words. I wonder if that comes through on the episode. Doesn't that, um, not uh, to pull back the, the sleeve a little bit more, but don't you also, also sometimes you will actually write not scripts. That's a bad, that's not a way of phrasing it, but you, oh, will, you, so will, you I, will put fairly concise points in full sentence form. I write you? fully prose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Whereas, whereas even when I was doing Muse and I had all the context to give you, I would write bullet points because I know the general, I only need a nudge, right? I would, yeah. I know what just I need to say. Nudge. I just have a nudge, right? Just a wee nudge. I don't, uh, it's just difference in the way that we kind of write and stuff, right? Jonathan if you were William... doing a speech, if you were doing a, a wedding speech or something like that, which you've, you've done, seen you do them. Done a few. Would you write, again, a script, like a, a prose for yourself? Because, yep. again, when I did my groom speech recently, it was just your bullet points, like, point about brother. That's all it says. And I know the gist. I know what I need to say. I just need the nudge to remember that's the next bit I've got to get to. Depends on the speech, man. I had the werewolf hands bit. Pretty, pretty much down. I didn't need to write that down. I had the welding mask bit pretty much down. Uh, Steve's, Steve, for Steve's, I wrote fake script. Yeah, he did. He had like uh, 10 pages. I wrote 10 pages of fake script that I didn't use to make it look like I was uh, changing my speech on the fly. Whenever I do a speech, it's a whole thing, and it's mostly yeah. it's more about me than it is the person that I'm talking about. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> my best man's well, speech. I originally met, uh, wrote my brother's best man speech out in prose, and then I like when I got to know it more, I shortened it down to bullet points. Yeah. See what I but when I was a best man and when I was a groom, both times I I didn't write anything grum. in prose. Groom. Groom. I just um. Groom. I. I just I I would do it out loud to myself often in my car when I was driving mm. to get it inside the head and then all I needed was bullet points to remind me of yeah. the points and actually when it came to it I didn't even read the bullet points I like I just had it I yeah but you I just screamed for ten minutes you forgot everything yeah. you just screamed yeah I know well it was effective <laughs> it was it was Han- 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 it was Hannah cried you cried I cried you I cried everyone so cried yeah, yeah we everyone terrified. fucking cried it was yeah it was terrifying um. Jonathan William Shaw has asked, "What have your what have been your top three live music experiences?" We've we've answered like a little uh, bit of that. Um, Radiohead at Glastonbury for me. Um, Kendrick Lamar at Glastonbury is probably up there. 
uh, as well. Um, and then, and probably one of the REM gigs I went to. I think REM at like Cardiff Stadium probably had a big effect on on me. I'm gonna I'm gonna not be lazy and name three Muse gigs because that's fucking boring. Yeah, I'm gonna boring. just say one Muse gig. Like we'll say Shepherd's Bush or Reading. Take your pick. Don't care. Mm. I might say like brand new uh, Alexandra Palace in terms of like my favorite band at a time when like I was in. Yeah, that's the, the one you most. said earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when just before all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one you said earlier is your favourite, yeah. Yeah. Were there another two or I don't think I could do that on the fly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm now I'm to really think. And like some of them I think like say some of them might actually not be like I look back at it really fondly that it was an incredible gig or even that it's a band I'm still into, but more just like at the time the level of hype I would have had for that gig. Mm. Would have been would have been astronomical. So it, I'm thinking like some some of like the emo gigs I went to back in the day. I was gonna day, say though, yeah. If, been, if we're looking back enough, like like I think like go on. And like one like 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 uh, the first time I saw Funeral for a Friend was yeah. probably like absolutely incredible yeah. because I fucking I loved them yeah. back then. I was gonna and say so, like Billy Talent at uh, Wedgwood Rooms insane when they just released their second album and then there was a gig at the talking heads where um i think it was the bronx supported by ghost of a thousand supported by mariachi bronx and that was just an insane gig it was the, the same time as the um the world cup was on and there was a bit of a rivalry between usa and england and the lisa came on in, in, a, in a an american in a usa shirt and that was a bit of fun uh, but that was a great gig like just in terms of level of hype and excitement those gigs were big for me, yeah. I could tell you the sweatiest ever got at a gig. Please. Quite important, isn't it? Is that important? Always. Yeah, it kind yeah. of sh- that shows the level of excitement, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Hives. Uh, yes. Oh, you got I went hives. fucking wild oh, going to see the Hives. the Hives. Yes, I, I went actually wild going to see them back in like 2004 or something. <laughs> Um, D- Daisy Jevons has asked, how would you cast a Radiohead biopic? Which is a really good question, but I can't do it off the top of my head, except for Benedict Cumberbatch as Johnny Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone as Johnny Greenwood with a wig. <laughs> but Benedict Cumberbatch would be excellent as Johnny Greenwood, but I can't come up with the rest of them, and we have Benedict to... Benedict Cumberbatch is too cool, and like... like Johnny Greenwood's cool as He's got his low voice. No, but he's, All right. He's yeah, but like Lucas, how does Johnny Greenwood sound? What does he sound like? I don't know, but exactly. I, he's a little nerdy. Speak. He's little, little, tiny little nerd I have another man. one for he's Johnny Greenwood. He's more like Greenwood. Shia LaBeouf or something. I have there another one for Johnny Greenwood. Bill Hader. Oh, it was I mean, that's more visually, <laughs> more visually makes sense, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's who Johnny would like to play uh, him in yeah, a biopic. Phil, <laughs> Phil Selway would be played by Jim Rash. Yes, excellent. That's great. <laughs> Steve, that's the dean from the community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's just that's bold good. man. Yeah. Now, you see, I was thinking Hank from Breaking Bad. Oh, that's quite good. <laughs> that's quite good. Yeah. Tom's a different one. A bit one. old, though. A bit old. old stuff, I mean, Ed, yeah. Ed, George Clooney, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin, Colin and Tom, I just don't know. I just have no idea. I'm going to think about that and come Colin, back to Colin, I've got a good one for Colin. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Jason Schwartzman. Oh. Oh, James, yeah, yeah James, Colin, Jason Schwartzman's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, I don't know the actor's name, but um, have you watched um, uh, Silicon Valley? Yeah. No. You know, the friend who just like falls upwards all the time. 
A big head. Yeah, big head. yeah, I know who you big mean. Head. Yeah, that's Colin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then Tom, who the fuck knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, Tom would play himself. Um, Matty Eliza, hi, big mates. Currently on Resistance episode of season two, and I have to ask, are you willing to compensate me for restarting my neurodivergent muse obsession? I'm spending so much, and I haven't been this obsessed with them since I was 14. This is not an inconvenience for me because I fucking love them, but I'm starting to feel like a teenage boy. I'm seeing them in Milton Keynes next year. Is Lucas... I'm not going to Milton Keynes. I'm going to the gig in Plymouth. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, well, I wanted to go to Milton Keynes. I wanted to go with you two. That we'd do Milton Keynes and I'd Bono, go with my wife. The Edge, mm-hmm. Adam Clayton, but Larry Muller d- uh, Jr. But, uh, but you two didn't want to go. No. Basically. No, no. I no. wanted to go. I'm going to be at Le Glastonbury oh, you're Festival. Be at Glastonbury. Which is French you're be at Glastonbury. for Glastonbury Festival. And then Steve He's was basically like, I would go if we I'd go if we all went as a little podcast trip out, but I wouldn't go otherwise, basically. Spending, basically yeah. he doesn't want to spend time What's alone with me. A fortune on a holiday. Um and then the Plymouth one I went for instead because um Home Turf. Mil- Milton Keynes still has got, got no got Milton Keynes has got no seating, first of all. I mean you could sit up on the hill, I guess, technically. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going with my very short wife. And my friend <laughs> and his very short wife. And so just sitting is easier. Two plus inches make tall. A little, plus we're going to make a little weekend out of it. Go down to Plymouth, stay in a little Airbnb. If for whatever oh. Glastonbury falls through, there are still tickets to Milton Keynes. So we could, you know, you never know. I don't see Glastonbury falling through. We might rock up. Well, no, I mean for me. I'm not guaranteed a ticket. Um, L Wolf asks, do you guys record in the same room? Are you on a call? We're on a call. Mostly, oh, cool. yeah. Except for first, last... first like five or six episodes were done, yeah, uh, in the same room, and then COVID happened, and then we realised this is actually a lot easier. Yeah, and yeah, then... yeah, yeah. And then and in then rainbows, we... and it turned out to not be worth it. However, um, oh, I think it's nice, nice little time. bit. I think it was I, I lovely just... to see you both, but uh, it the the the, uh, the cost. Have you started? Have you started the edit yet? Have you yeah, tried? Yeah, have you yeah, looked at the files? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We should yeah. still do it for the odd thing. Like, like we've already said, haven't we? The Christmas episode, which will now be in the past. Yeah. And but... before In Rainbows. So then the whole thing of us going like, hey, we're in the room for In Rainbows. I think Christmas one we should all get I'm not going to be able to do Christmas. Sort of I can guarantee I'm not going to be able to do it. So that will be on a call. I know a day when you won't be working. 25th of December. 25th of December. Okay, we'll do I bet it he's working. We'll do it then. I bet he's Lovely. working. Yeah, I, bet probably, he's working. I am working. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, November Kitty says... Lucas Way's voice sounds just like Dame, James Taylor from Made in Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, is that a question? I have no, or? I have no idea what that is. I, it's not a question. Oh, I'm going to look him up in case I recognise, because my wife watches it, so in case I recognise his face. My wife. Here's, my here's, wife. here's another one from uh, What the Hell is Wrong, and this is something I referenced earlier. Have you noticed that Lucas equals Jeremy Clarkson, Adam equals James May, Steve equals Richard Hammond fits a little too well? Is this just what happens naturally when three white British dudes get together? You, do you all fall into those roles and do you agree with this assessment? No, I do not agree with the assessment because I've made that exact comparison except the roles are different. I'm obviously Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. Because You're I'm more the, opinionated. I, I'm You're the person who's like, no, my opinion is the correct one. Everybody but should think the way that I do. Yeah. I think the Clarkson connection they're putting to me is like the, um, the curmudgeon. The kind of I'm like a bit of a bit of a commotion, but the 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 other the other the other Clarkson connection to me is that Clarkson wrote every single fucking word of Top Gear. Like even Richard Hammond's reviews of Cars were written by Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, is that true? So in terms of like bulk of work, 
I, I match up with Clarkson. And then... And Lucas, you punch people at work all the time. I, 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 I'm time. always punching you guys because I've not had a hot sandwich. Yeah. Um, and you're racist. And, yeah, and I'm racist. Yeah. Is uh, racist? And yeah. I own a farm. Uh, Lucas, you know, uh, Richard Hammond, loud, opinionated with nothing to back it up. Yeah. Just sort of like, you know, goes along with stuff. You know, you know, yeah, loud and annoying. Steve, and you wish I and you wish I died in Axe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve, James May, because you're just really boring. Big dum dum, big dum dum boring. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because you're James really boring. May, yeah. but James May is the best one. Cheese. That's not true. Jeremy Clarkson. James May is the Jeremy Clarkson. No, James May is nah. James May is the best one. Jeremy Clarkson. If, if I was to want to go for a beer with one of the three top, it'd be none guys, of them because they're all. Be, it would be James. It'd be James May. <laughs> Paul C thirty two has asked if you could interview one band member that we've covered so far. Who would you each pick? Which we kind of we have answered. Um, Rob Cos has asked outside of the podcast and outside of anything related to the podcast, have you ever been recognised by any listeners in public solely for your voices or the odd social media photograph? No. Well, I mean, we obviously got recognised at Manix gigs, but I don't think we've been recognised just to, like in the street, no. have we? Well, in your own gig, people can came to your gigs at Glastonbury, but that was in yes, and that was true. not to do with the podcast. That was to do with your own music. So, well, they mainly speaking. wanted to talk about Radiohead when I was done. Yeah. But <laughs> for sure, yeah. My favourite one of those loved it. was when we were stuck trying to get out of a multi-story car park at the Manix gig. But somebody, yeah, yeah, you just happen to go and tell the person, sorry, that they're not actually working. And your voice made them go, oh, you, do you do uh, do you love Are you Adam Scott Gospel? Yeah, you Adam Scott Gospel. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Um, Jatton14 asks, is Tom York's uh, acoustic concert in Zermatt not obviously a maze balls? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, Loaded question. Vil Vodka, what song from the Manics had the best chance of being a hit in America if promoted properly? That's an interesting question. And it's probably Your Love Alone is Not Enough, right? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that today in Asda. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. One of their biggest hits. <laughs> um, T. Lowry 27. Adam mentioned on a previous episode that he hates Pink Floyd. Would he care to explain why he feels this way? Because they're shit. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Adam, uh, Adam, don't have an opinion and not back it up, Richard. No, they, no, they leave me completely cold. I understand that they are very technically um, good and and very influential, but they just the music they make just leaves me completely cold. Uh, to be honest, uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, not Try about it. Not about it. Um, I'm going to save that one to the end because that's uh, that's very funny. Um, Here's one. What is your view on an artist's personal opinions with regards to their art? I ask this because I've been thinking about this a lot. This is from Maurice Giles. Especially Lucas, with regards to Muse almost playing a show at the Qatar World Cup. I looked this up after I saw that tweet. Mm. and um, Where's the Facebook I, comment? But, yeah, um, okay. My answer is... Sorry, go ahead. And my answer is... Um, it's, it's, it's an absolute load of bollocks. How so? It, it's like it, it's like there's like one gossip rag that suggested it, and there's absolutely nothing to back it up. Right? Yeah. So well, my, my my honest answer, because like, well, first of all, the the gossip rag in question said they were going to play the halftime show at the World Cup. There's no halftime show at the World Cup. Yeah, mad, absolutely insane. <laughs> so it's a it's a lo- it's a load of bollocks. Yes, but let's say that sep- the point of like separate art from artist is the main question really right yeah and we're gonna hit that we're gonna hit that when radiohead play in israel um and i think we've all had to in one way or another uh touch upon it 
uh, Arcade Fire uh, for you, brand Arcade new for Steve, for me. Well, Ryan and, Adams uh, for me. Yeah. And I ultimately ended up not going to see Arcade Fire recently. Uh, mm. Partially, I'd hurt my back, so it was that. But like the that it was, uh, it was very easy for me not to go yeah. because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I really don't know if I can deal with the two and a half hour drive sitting in a hard chair, two and a half hours drive back. If I was still like bang up for it, I would have just put up with it and taken some paracetamol. Yeah, yeah. But but it was very easy for me to go. I just won't go. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So there is that, but I think generally speaking, I can largely separate art from artist because, especially when I'm not really one for context so much. It's you know, it depends. If Muse did a song that was literally like. Racist, yeah. like called, deeply racist. It was, called, it was called Kick Em Out. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a very different thing. Whereas, like, he believes a load of absolute bollocks because he kind of gets sucked down stupid bloody rabbit holes. I'm just a bit like, don't really care because it doesn't really affect Okay, so, anyway. he, so here's a thought exercise then. What if the that one, and I looked it up as well, like the one gossip rag that talks about them playing at Qatar if they had wanted to play at Qatar, would that have changed anything? Because obviously, like, the, the, the humongous human rights issues. The humongous and here's another a uh, counterpoint question. What if they were just saying that they wanted to play the guitar? Well, anyone can play guitar. Exactly. Um, so maybe that Anyone was... can play Qatar. <laughs> but should, but should they? Yeah, there's, a lot of people, there's a lot of people that couldn't. <laughs> a lot of people they would to. not let into the country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would... I mean, it wouldn't stop me listening to them and going to the gigs. I'd be obviously, like, really disappointed in them. I'd be like, dicks, you're just, that, you're just doing that for money and you don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but I wouldn't like. I wouldn't not listen to them again. Wouldn't fundamentally like change your. Uh, no, I just uh, learn my opinion of them a bit more. But like my 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 personal opinion of them doesn't so directly correlate to the music that it matters. Like you, you know. Yeah. I have not listened to Ryan Adams since 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 all of the stuff came out, and I haven't listened to Arcade Fire since all the stuff came out either. Yeah. Which is not Will because I'm listen- like, oh fuck these guys. It's just I. And I have wanted to listen to them, and I have been turned off. I've just been like instantly, just like it doesn't sit. It doesn't sit with me well anymore. I don't. I'm do not enjoying listen listening to, Kanye, to this. Do you think you'll listen to Kanye again? I, I haven't since since it's come out. I haven't. Yeah. We we will see. We will see. Where, obviously, Steve, you have continued to listen to Brand New, uh, but it took like two years. Mm. Yeah, you got to have that little. Break. I literally couldn't. It, it was. Yeah. It, it hurt to do it. It's really disappointing, isn't it? It's really yeah. it's really disappointing because yeah. you feel like you form. Some, you know, everyone forms some kind of emotional bond with like artists, whether it's music or directors or whatever, which is why also the Woody Allen stuff is so troubling because I, I used to love his films. And, you know, it, it, does, it, does, it does hurt to have a little bit of something that you've um, connected with over however many years to just suddenly, for that to have been tainted or for that to completely change for you is, is difficult. And it's not nearly as difficult as, you know, the victims of the horrible things that these people have done. Of course. But it, it, it's weird to have those things suddenly tainted by something that's completely outside of your control. It's, yeah, yeah. interesting. And uh, there's definitely, and, there's, and there is tears to it. Like there is, you know, um, if Muse played Qatar, I'd be like, dicks, money grabbing dicks, you don't give a fuck. But I'd, I'd be, that'd be a lot less than if I found out that Matt Bellamy had done some abhorrent things to some people. Right, you know? yes, yeah, exactly. Very different. Yeah. I would, it would be completely different levels of, you know, I've got a muse tattoo. If that had to happened, I'd probably be looking at getting it covered up. I mean, I yeah, you just you should just take the arm off at that point. I if I if if muse play guitar, I'd just be like, 
dicks. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck oh. or 100 duck-sized horses? It's Which original. I think we've I think we've covered before we in a previous have. And it's a and and it's and it's it's duck-sized horses. Would you rather fight I'd do the one horse-sized duck. Well, that's absolutely insane. It would just gobble you up. Gobble? With it with its big beak. Yeah, yeah. I think I think okay, but I think I'd stand a better chance of that. A hundred I think you underestimate how many a hundred is. But they're only duck-sized horses. What the fuck are horses gonna do? They're only clobber, the size like, of clobber ducks. you with their little with their they're little clobbers. Big. They're like they're the little... size of a cat. Adam, they've well, got big the size teeth. of a duck. Yeah, and I think a hundred cats could fuck you up. Nah, I don't. I think yeah. I could take a hundred cats. No, I, think I, could take I saw a good cats. one the other day. It's completely separate. It's kind of similar. I saw it on TikTok. You might have already seen it. Um, uh, Mike Tyson. <laughs> you seen this? No. Right, but it's um, a good start because I'm yeah. already like, no, I could take him. Yeah, yeah. Starting at starting yeah, at one, easy. starting at one, starting at one dollar at age one, and it doubles with every year. Yeah. Up until his prime, so you can't say a hundred years old. Yeah. What age do you fight him? Okay. Yeah, that's difficult. I guess, I guess ten. Probably. I don't think it started at a dollar. I think it maybe started at a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. Get big enough. Probably like ten. I reckon I could take ten-year-old Mike Tyson. What age do you fight Mike Tyson? Yeah, ten. Ten years old. I reckon. You think you couldn't take an eleven-year-old Mike Tyson? Uh, maybe I could. Oh, I could maybe take a twelve-year-old. This, this is like the uh, the biggest animal sort of uh, thing we, we've had that conversation I mean this that's a bonus episode I'll tell you what else is a bonus episode what is the biggest animal the blue no 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 the biggest episode <laughs> you think you could fight but that's a, that's a oh, I've seen TikToks on this as well and there's some absolutely <laughs> bananas people that seem to think they can take on lions yeah, alligators all sorts and it's absolutely, absolutely bollocks I couldn't I, I think I think a, I think a properly bloodlusted golden retriever you'd have a hard time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably bloodlusted. I think you'd yeah, struggle against Adam, it. Yeah, here's, probably bloodlusted. Here's the final question from Martin John McDonnell from our Facebook. Sure. And I've saved it till last because I, you guys can decide whether or not this is bonus episode material. And now I've taken this to mean in a physical fight, okay? Of all of the members of the artists that we've covered so far mm. in a battle royale, yeah. who's coming out top? Chris Walsenholm. Absolutely really? not. Absolutely, James Dean Bradfield. It's James Dean Bradfield. Oh, yeah. James, Dean, James Bradfield. Dean Bradfield would. I think Chris would put up the biggest fight, but James Dean Bradfield think, is leathering them all. So you think you think the final two? You think final two is, yeah. is James Dean Bradfield versus Chris Wilson? Chris Wilson is like six foot three. Doesn't matter. And James He's Dean Bradfield is from having so many James, children though. James Dean Bradfield is like five six five seven. Yeah, but James Dean Bradfield of gravity. is absolutely taking him. Like, Rabid, I don't know. the hardest I, man in the world. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. think Lucas, so you have to shake his hand. <laughs> I think that I think that final is is very interesting. Tom, I think those two Tom York and Matt Bellamy are getting snapped in half by James yeah, Dean Bradfield. There's absolutely no yeah. question about it. Phineas and Billie Eilish with their like Gen Z well, fucking Billy Billy has the gym getting set. Billy they're has they're getting stomped by fucking James <laughs> Dean Bradfield. Billy has the gymnastic <laughs> thing that she'll be flipping about. Yeah, but she's but she's but she's hurt her legs and stuff. She's like she's she's it'll be you know, like it'll be like that. Uh, she can't jump like, around on stage for that for too long. It'll be like that Indiana Jones thing with the guy who's doing all the stuff yeah, with yeah. the sword and Indy just shoots him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Billy will be flipping around doing the gymnastic stuff and then like James Brown will just kick her head in. <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> all of Radiohead are out as soon as 
possible. Now, Ed, like, Ed, may, Ed maybe goes the longest, no, though. You reckon? No, because he's all about peace and love, man. Oh, maybe Phil then. Maybe Phil goes. Because he's oh, bald. I, so I he's reckon probably, Phil's he's a bit tasty, he's, 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 he's a tough yeah. skin, Ed. You've seen, yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah. Phil's posture? Instantly Phil's posture. In Have you heard Phil's voice? He's a very polite man. <laughs> James Dean Bradfield absolutely takes it. I imagine there'd be tears I... in his eyes as he strangles Sean Moore to death. <laughs> but <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> also, I like how you said, "Is this a bonus episode?" The answer is no. We've already done it. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. I, 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 I think that I think you're sleeping on Chris. He's Look, a big boy. Uh, He's a big boy. But I, I, James Dean Bradfield, man, me and Steve have shaken his hand. We've looked him dead in the eye. I thought I was going to die just yep. from that. Yeah. Oh. In the bonus, the bonus episode potential here is we put them in a in a hat, random, and we do a bracket. Well, this is so what the actually, bracket should have been, right? It, so it shouldn't have been instant, who'd have been you know, won as a cover. It should have been who would have won in a physical also, fight. We've, REM we've versus this. the with, cure. With our, like, with our like, group of friends, we've talked about this a bunch of times, haven't we, about like the uh, dadageddon, yeah, about yeah. who would win between all our dads. <laughs> My dad's out first round. Oh, this won't mean so anything nice. to anyone, but it's D's dad versus W's dad. And that won't mean oh, anything to anyone. Surely Dubby's dad, Dubby's dad, Dubby's dad, dad, quite old though. He's solid. quite an older dad, isn't he? Yeah, compared to some of the dads. Yeah, like this means nothing. No, it doesn't. Anyway, let's move, nothing, on. let's move on. My my dad in his prime would do all right, but he's had far too many knee operations, wrist operations. He's had too many surgeries now. He's, he's he can't handle it. It does become a more interesting tournament the older they get. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same question, but with us, Adam. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, I'd take Lucas you both. Wins. Easy. He's just got. He's just got Lucas power. Wins. Are you yeah, joking? Yeah. He's like a, he's if. like a weasel. Nah, Adam <laughs> he, no, he bite Adam, our ankles to, to death. Because Adam, Adam, you used to do boxing for a little bit, didn't you? With with our friend Quinn, and I said to Quinn, and I said to Quinn, like, how did you and Adam stack up? And he said, oh, Adam, just he, he's the power. He just can easily take me. Like, there's no, there's no question. I think people really underestimate. There's a reason that weight classes exist in contact oh, sports. All right, mate. Right? Let's, come on now. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> First, the Josh Gad comment, and now this. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so, what I'd be more interested about that battle royale with all the artists, actually, is if you remove the few hard potential people. So, you remove Chris, yep. you remove James, you remove, I don't know, maybe Sean Moore, pull him out of the fight. Sure. Maybe you remove Phil Selway. So, it's all the softies left. Yeah. Then yeah, who yeah. wins? Oh, Billy, I reckon. Billy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I reckon Billy fights dirty. Yeah. You know? She's going to be throwing sand in people's eyes. It's Billy, eyes. and then at the and then and then it just and she hasn't touched Phineas because of love. Yeah, and oh. then he just then and then he just like crying, just like strangles oh her death. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Going, I'm so sorry. What did you think of uh, Radiohead live in Buenos Aires, though? Oh, that's not what this episode so is long about. Ago. <laughs> um, great gig, enjoyed. Yeah, uh, ni- nice to see so much coverage of Ed. Uh, we saw creep. I, I reckon so we saw creep, guys. Yeah, guys. Um, I wasn't recording. <gasps> and that brings us to the end of another episode. What a cliffhanger to end on. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Our next episode is out next Monday. We'll be exploring In Rainbows, Disc 2. So come and join us for that. Electric Boogaloo. But before you do, come and let us know what you think of uh, their performance in Buenos Aires. Did you go to the uh, Did you go to the In Rainbows tour? Let us no. know. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at What Is Music Pod, TikTok at What Is Music. And if you'd like to send us something a little bit longer, I mean, I'm not going to read out an email on this show. We're 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 past the three hour mark, guys. Yeah, it's outrageous. Oh my God, um, it's like the old days. We haven't done one of these in a little while, in a few seasons. Uh, but do email us. What is musicpod at gmail.com. And you know, if you like what you've heard here tonight, 
and thought, I'd like to hear more of that, but worse, please do head over to our <laughs> Patreon page where you'll find all kinds of new, old, separate and related things like a monthly series where we reevaluate with our newly honed eyes the back catalogue of the first band we ever covered on this podcast, Manic Street Preachers, um, a show where we create themed playlists, uh, loads of bonus episodes. Some of them are commentaries. Some of them are little compilations that we've picked out of nowhere. Some of them are like other little bits of, of stuff. Some of them are brackets on who would win in fights. Yeah, some of them are us re-scoring all of the albums that we've had already. Um, uh, you know, there's all sorts of stuff like that. There's a new episode of something every week and also the recipe for Steve's homemade marinara sauce. Mm, yeah. But if you're thinking, do you know what? I want to give these guys some money, keep the podcast going, but not necessarily on a regular basis. You can go and buy some merchandise over at whatismusicpod.redbubble.com and you can also send us maybe just like a one-off donation over at coffee.com, which is ko-fi.com slash whatismusic. That about does it. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, please, don't, don't leave, leave me high. high. Don't, don't leave, leave me. me. Bye. Chris walks and home wins the fight. You no, know, it's definitely Mullard. He mullers them. Mullard. Battered. <laughs> Guys, on this podcast, we very rarely stay on topic. It's full of tangents and distractions and conversational spirals. But guys, what if there was a whole podcast like that? Can you imagine? Well, you won't need to imagine anymore by checking out Nothing Pacific, a non-specific podcast. That is hard to say. Here's what the hosts have to say about their podcast. Ibrahim is starting out as a stand-up comedian, and Marty teaches concealed carry and basic handgun safety in northern New Mexico. They work together during the day as trash men while being garbage people, and Marty thought a podcast was a good idea. Again, this was Marty's idea. Every week they get together and discuss nothing specific and nothing worth anyone's time. They don't really know what they're doing and ask you to listen to them talk about living and working in the war-torn hellscape of Española, watching meth heads do karate in front of the bank and how they can get rich quick. They ask for audience participation like a crowdsourced project, whether it's hate mail or in need of advice on a subject they are very much unqualified to talk about or smart enough to have opinions of. And you know what? They'll read it because they're totally shameless. So enjoy two dudes expressing the hate of their jobs, science fiction, and maybe rocket-powered babies? Who knows? There's new episodes every Tuesday, barring any more mishaps of unprofessionalism or holiday laziness. Head to the link in our show notes and make sure to tune in to something stupid. Nothing Pacific, a non-specific podcast.